Better alive, you're coming with me. Wendy, I'm home. I'm a vampire! 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 Sally, when I promised to kill you last. That's what made you. You did. I lied. I'm alone. On. On. Oh, like deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Movies to Drink To. I nearly said on. Mate, rest in peace. Yes. Yes, I am Finn. I am Lee. I am Mr. Smith. That they be. And we're here with some more movies which are best watched with many drinks. Many, 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 drinks, many drinks for this episode. Mix your drinks. Mix your these. drinks. Do not attempt to watch any of them sober. Mix them with methylated spirits. Mm. A pint of ether. Yeah. $10,000 cocaine habit. Yes. <laughs> if there was a time to do drugs, it is now. Uh, today we have the ultimate, ultimate showdown of showdowns. Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously two films both based on video games. Street Fighter video games started out in arcades in 1987. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Cameo from the Neighbours. 1987 arcades, Street Fighter 2. First Street Fighter, 1987, mm-hmm. in the arcades, eventually found its way to consoles. Uh, by Capcom, it is a Japanese game. Uh, Mortal Kombat's first game was 1992. It is American. I always thought it was the other way around. Mm. All right. I'm honest. Don't know why. It's just the aesthetics. Isn't it, it is, yeah, mm. essentially, yeah. Did you play them much? Yeah, fucking loads. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my childhood made movie. Ah. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Smith? Um, I did, but not. I never owned them. Like when they were big, it was always around a friend's house. Like we used to go and play. And then years later, when I started drinking, it was always one of those games that went on <laughs> at some point. I think on the, the system, you're not there trying to rip each other's heads off like, after a few beers. Uh, yeah, an actual street fighter. <coughs> actual Mortal Kombat. I grew up in the Medway towns. It was tough. Oh, that, <laughs> backyard wrestling, but more brutal. Like just in the middle of the road, street fighting. You couldn't afford a backyard. <laughs> I only had. No, I didn't have any. A friend of mine had street fighting. Who obviously he'd play it every day, mm-hmm. and then he'd invite me around to play Street Fighter so he could beat me. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously I didn't play it every day and I was crap at it. Oh yeah, yeah but the same. I was always shit at it. I was one of those who just used to like grind the buttons, and every now and again you'd get a special move out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but no clue what I was doing. But no, mashing at all. To, yeah, I was good at them. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I was the little nerd that played them all the time. I had them on Mega Drive. I had them on Super Nintendo. I had about four different Street Fighter titles. Three of the Mortal Kombat's. I wow. loved that shit growing up. Man. How old were you when you first went outside of your house? Let's see, carry the two. Uh, <laughs> I first remember going to the cinema for my fourth birthday. That was probably it. See, I remember, yeah, obviously being really crap at it, and just yeah. like, oh, this, I'm depressed now. As a seven-year-old, like, oh. We were all super excited, me and my geeky nerd mates, because we were all the guys that bought the video game magazines all the time. So when we got hold of Mortal Kombat, we knew how to turn the blood back on so you could do all the fancy finishing oh. moves. Yeah, I have never played Mortal Kombat, any of them ever. 
I, I played the few, when it first came out. I'm playing it um, mm. a bit, but again, I mean, they, they, they've never really been games that I play. I'm not really a gamer, so they're not games that I played loads. Now, for those that don't know, by the way, these are fighting games. What do you call beat these? Yeah, they're one beat em ups. One on one beat em ups. Rock'em sockems. Two mm, D. Yeah. yeah. So bar fighting, yeah, which is still the formula that these fighting games follow today. Corrupt our children. You have yeah. children? Yeah. <laughs> you have children? Not my own. <laughs> <laughs> Just stolen someone else's. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat never played. I never saw a Street Fighter film until about a year ago. Okay. And I never saw Mortal Kombat until this week. Right. So I'm not going down on a nostalgia trip, just so everyone's clear. Oh man, you're just angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have those rose-tinted glasses like I do usually for most sort of 90s films. Mm. I mean, again, stuff the like same that. For this, the, I just don't. These are, these are films I never thought I'd see twice, because mm. I hated them when I first saw them. But um, I mean, I don't... I, loads of people I've spoken to do have like some sort of nostalgic view of these films, and I can't yeah, well, yeah. fucking figure it out. Because <laughs> of the games, I guess, and... Yeah. Well, obviously, if you were into the games, and when the films come out, and you were that age, it was a big deal. Yeah, that's still. That's that character. But when I press the buttons, he does the things. But now she's Kylie Minogue, and she can't act. You know, that's <laughs> still hot though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I, I missed it all. I think I remember telling you guys last week. The first time I saw Street Fighter, I, we bunked off school, and we'd gone round to my friend's house. So we were watching it on like a, a, a video on a VHS mm. in his bedroom, and we were all stoned. And then his dad came home. I'm not sure uh, I wasn't there. <laughs> his dad came home, and then there was so there was eight of us hiding in my friend James's bedroom, <laughs> stoned off our box, and we just finished watching Street Fighter. So not only were we terrified that his dad, and then the door latch goes, and all of you were like. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're terrified that his dad might catch us, but also just thinking, what have we just watched? And, <laughs> <"Shh."> <laughs> Sweet, right. Before we go on, don't forget to do all the usual stuff like follow us on Instagram, like, subscribe, rate, review, share, all that stuff. Yes, because there's an algorithm before these games corrupt them. Yeah, because <laughs> there's an algorithm. Uh, and that's the only way to get popular. Yes. So if you like it, if you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> I like that appeared to be the bottom of your first page of notes there. If you don't like it, fuck off. Page one, done. I didn't write that down. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Dad living here. Gonna We're going a cappella. <laughs> okay, so as always, we'll do this in chronological order. First, Street Fighter. Yes. Now, before we go into Street Fighter, we need to talk about the making of Street Fighter. Well, I do, because I read a really funny article all about the making of it. <laughs> and it might explain why this film is the way it is. Nothing yeah. can explain the way this film is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was fraught with troubles. Yes, so... Was one of them Belgian by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, going back. Capcom, who make video games, they do. also made this. They formed their own studio, so they produced this. They make video games, not films, but whatever. I'm sure they know what they're doing. Is this a movie studio that continues to this day? No. No. <laughs> so Capcom are funding this. Uh, DeSouza, the director, he is hired. Uh, he's considered a pair of safe hands because he's made, like, he wrote a lot of stuff like um, Die Hard and Action is yeah. his... Yeah. his yeah. 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 Stephen S. DeSouza. Stephen S. DeSouza, yeah. yes. So he is hired. He's given a budget of $30 million and 10 weeks to film the thing. Six weeks in Thailand, four weeks in Australia. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Right. Most of that budget, however, goes on Jean-Claude Van Damme and Raoul Julia. Well, Raoul Julia's money well spent, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So most of the budget has gone on them. 
not much else is left over. Anyway, they come up with this idea to make things go as quickly as possible, and obviously they've only got ten weeks, they will film all of the heavy dialogue scenes first while the other actors train in choreography and martial arts and what have you, and then they'll film all the fight scenes. Right. Right. Raul Julia shows up, having just had an operation for stomach cancer. Yeah, it's got terminal stomach cancer. Yes, and he is looking <coughs> like death. Like a skeleton. You can see it in his face. Mm. Yeah. He shows up in Thailand. He's so skinny. They phone the director like, yeah, we've got a bit of a problem here. And he shows up and they go, right, we cannot film him. We need to give him time to put the weight back on or some weight back on before we can film him. So out the window goes the idea of doing all the dialogue stuff first because they can't use Raul Julia. Yeah. So they have to <clears> film all the fight scenes first despite the fact that they've had no training. I hope that doesn't come across at all. No. <laughs> also, the fight trainer they did have for the film didn't know anything about video games. And he trained them all in the one same style. Brilliant. As opposed to the games where everyone obviously has their <sighs> different styles. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, filming in Thailand was a disaster. There was the heat and the humidity they had to come back with. Mm-hmm. It was so hot and so humid that all of the cast started losing weight, despite the fact they're all supposed to be really buff and ripped throughout the film. Nah. Yes. Also, the Thai military closed all of the roads because there was a possible coup going on. Right. So they had to get <laughs> to Thailand. Sounds <laughs> unlikely. So they had to use boats to get to location at one a.m. with all of the cast and crew and all of their equipment. By the time they got there, they were all absolutely soaked every time. Something apparently Van Damme fucking hated. And also, one of the sets they did have had a tin roof in the rainy season, <laughs> meaning they couldn't record any sounds <laughs> at all because it was just so loud and everything had to be redone. I mean, but you can barely notice that they've got overdubbed a lot of the film. I mean, it fits perfectly. After all these complications and the, the tin roof and all that stuff, at this point they are six days behind schedule. <clears throat> only six? Only six. Hmm. And Capcom and the producers, this is, mind you, only six out of a ten-week shoot. It's pretty tight. Yeah. Capcom and the producers start having a moan. So, allegedly, the director picked up the script, ripped a page out of it, and said, now we're back on track. <laughs> Amazing. On top of all this, their star, Jean-Claude Van Damme, was doing approximately 10 grams of cocaine a day. Yeah. Spending 10 grand a week, allegedly, on drugs. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned this to someone uh, today on Facebook. Mm. A friend of mine was like, what, 10 grand at himself? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, cocaine is not a drug you usually do alone. No, <laughs> no. Well, well, it's one of those ones where you go, everyone here should do it with me. <laughs> this is the problem. Is this a case of you're not allowed to do cocaine unless you bring enough for everybody? Okay, he's brought enough for everybody. Shit, what do we do? And he's done it all himself. Because <laughs> they hired a guy to look after him as well. They hired a wrangler <laughs> to look after Jean-Claude on set and when he wasn't on set. Uh, it turns out the problem with this guy they hired to look after him also fucking love cocaine. But again, how, so, do you, how do you wrangle in a coked up martial arts star? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you go tell him he's going to have to stop it, John Ford. Evidently. <laughs> what? Evidently you don't. No, you, you don't. You just sit down and do lines with him. You can't beat them. Do their cocaine. <laughs> great. Where's Jean Claude? He's just out back running his lines. Hey-o. <laughs> and generally he was just being an, a diva, uh, not showing up especially on Mondays, refusing to leave his trailer until mm-hmm. he was ready. Ah, from the Wesley Snipes school of filming. Yes, as well as drinking on set. Yeah. 
you've got, you got to have something to kill that when he was having an affair with Kylie. He fucked Kylie Minogue, yeah. yeah. Although, apparently, on the other hand, Kylie Minogue and Raul Julia were supposed to be, like, really great to work with, and everyone loved Which them. Which, apparently, she hired out a local club and, like, put on all the drinks and everything else for the yeah. whole crew to kind of smooth things over. Yeah, because she could tell how badly it was going. Yeah. And, yeah, hired out a club and got everyone drunk. And yeah. was like, it's all on me, mate. So this one's, this man over here, he's ruining our entire movie with drugs and alcohol. I'm just going to go and hire out a venue so we can all go and do our own drugs and alcohol. I'm guessing it might be one of the weekends he was, like, in Hong Kong. Yeah. Because yeah, he used to fuck home. off to Hong Kong all the time as well. Oh. During filming. Restock or... <laughs> Who knows? So, that all happened. Also, they had to do a bunch of reshoots. They had to reshoot some of the fight scenes in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit of a disaster. On top of all that, they had an issue with the rating... Yes. So they were aiming for a PG-13, or PG, yeah. as we say over here. Mm-hmm. And DeSouza, whose background was in television, mainly on things like Knight Rider, mm. is like, I know how the ratings boards work. I know what to do to get to PG-13. I know what to cut, I know what to leave in. We're sold. It's, don't worry about it. So that all seemed fine. Then there was a <coughs> school shooting in America, and they submitted the film, and it came back with an R rating. Oh, yeah. 18, is that the equivalent here? Yeah. yeah. 18, yeah. So they cut out a load of stuff, and it's still got an R rating. So they cut out a load more stuff, and it's still got an R rating. So they cut out shitloads of stuff, including, like, any impact shots of punches and yep. everything. And any plot. Yep. <laughs> and it came back with a G rating, which I think is, like, you yeah, or yeah, PG yeah, here. Anyone can watch it, Yeah. And they were just like, oh my God, no one is going to want to see a Street Fighter film if it's rated G, mm. for fuck's sake. So what he did was get Jean-Claude Van Damme back in for one day just to film a line where he says, shit. <laughs> he submitted that and got the PG-13. Oh, Jesus. And that was the making of Street Fighter. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's make you wonder why they bother releasing things, and it's this, this just—I mean, obviously they have to try and make some money back. This is the thing. Just be like, they did make money though. This was yeah. a successful film. So, from 1994, Street Fighter, written and directed by Steve E. DeSouza, as we said. Who, as we said, he wrote Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Commando. Mm-hmm. But also the Flintstones movie, so <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> it stars Jean Claude Van Damme, Raoul Julia, Ming Nan Wen, Damien Chopper, Kylie Minogue, yes, that's Kylie Minogue, the singer, Simon Callow, yes, that's Simon Callow, Royal Shakespeare Company alumni, Simon Callow, is in this film. For about three minutes, but still. Byron Mann, Andrew Brunareski, and Wes Studi. Andrew Brunareski is, apart from Raul Julia, I think the funniest thing and best thing in this film. He's the Russian with the mohawk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. He was also Crystal Walken's son in Batman Returns. Ah. And Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw remake. Ah. My favourite cameo in this is <coughs> the DJ who does the voice of the, uh, the AN Forces DJ yeah. <coughs> is Adrian Cronauer who is the guy that Robin Williams plays in Good Morning Vietnam. Vietnam which is why oh, you get really? Good Morning Shalom. Fake yeah. country. He's the actual guy that Robin Williams played in um, yeah, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. So, the plot is... Yeah. 
Colonel William Guile leads an army of soldiers into the country of Shadaloo to find traces to lead him to General M. Bison, who has captured many people, including three missing soldiers. Among them is Carlos Charlie Blanca, in which Bison decides to turn him into a hideous mutant. On the other hand, Chun-Li is a reporter who seeks revenge against Bison for the death of her father years ago. Then two small-time hustlers, Ryu and Ken, are arrested along with Sagat, a powerful arms dealer in Vega, for dealing with illegal weapons. Guile recruits them in order to find Bison's base. Now Guile, T-Hawk, Kami, Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li, Balrog and E-Honda are three days before Bison murders the hostages and takes over the world. And breathe. The end. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going in on in this short film. <laughs> um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I've read this, the second summation because the first one was just Colonel Guile and various other martial arts heroes fight against the tyranny of dictator Ren Bison and his cohort. I mean, that would have done, but well done. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking, man. <laughs> the thing is, like, you hear all of that plot is, like, do you remember what the plot of the game is? No. You it's fight a people. fucking fighting tournament. Yeah. yeah. There is no fight, proper fighting also, tournament in this fucking movie. Also, it's Shadaloo from the game. Yes, but it's the, it's one of these things where it's not sometimes a real country. it's pronounced no. Shadaloo. It's, it's not, a real, not a real country. No, sorry. <laughs> sometimes it's uh, pronounced Shadaloo, sometimes it's Shadow Law. It's one of those translation things. Right. Where, because the Shadaloo I mean, sounds it's such like... such a shit name. I was like, have they just... Have they, is that being held over from the game? You name a country, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to... Huh? Make, up, make up a name for a country. Yeah, now, go. Um... Azerbaijan. That's a real country. That's not. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, <laughs> you have anyone from there? Yes. <laughs> I the film starts, the opening credits, it's a news reports, isn't it? Yes. As to yeah. what's going on is General Bison, and he's a warlord and, and evil. It's established that Bison is a dictator. He has 63 hostages and he wants $20 billion yeah. in the next three days or he's going to kill him. That's a lot of money for 63 people. That's yeah. a lot of money. I'm just saying. 63, yeah, not wildly important. It's not like it's 60, say it. Yeah, it's not 6,300 or yeah. like a city. It's just, it's not like it's Gotham City. Yeah. It's just the 63 schmoes. Not Alison's a well-loved celebrity or anything. No, but one of them is mates with Guile, but John Paul Van Damme. That's Dan's. my favourite bit. Is when uh, he sells his mate out. Yeah, he literally grasses his mate up. Charlie, goes, we're coming, coming for you, Charlie. And Bison's like, hmm. Charlie, which one are you? It's like fucking Hans Gruber and Die Hard yeah. when he realizes that it's uh, it's her husband running around. <laughs> Everything that happens to Charlie Blanker in that film is fucking Giles' fault. Ah, it's like that old um, Dad's Army joke. What is your name? Don't tell him, Pike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, we are coming for you. <laughs> So, there's a Charlie amongst you, is there? Anyone, hands up anyone that's called Charlie. <laughs> it's, no, it's all right, he's wearing a badge. It's just one of the first fuck-ups they've got in the game, I mean, for like the characters. If they like Charlie and Blanca are two totally separate characters. Charlie, I didn't realise Charlie was even a character. Charlie is in, I think he shows up in Street Fighter 3 and possibly Street Fighter 1, um, but he's basically Guile's best mate. He is actually a canonical character, and Carlos Blanca is someone totally fucking different. His real name's Jimmy. Okay. So... Carlos Blanca's real name is Jimmy. Yeah, they've just mashed two characters together to create this. I mean, when was the last time you had Carlos like abbreviated to Charlie? When was the last time oh, yeah, Carlos abbreviated to Jimmy? Spanish version of Charlie, isn't it? Yeah, but still, it's not Jimmy. Like, well, we're not fucking Charlie Sheen here, mate. Like, <laughs> anyway, just to show that he's really fucking hard, Bison breaks the guy's neck and goes. <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> which is edited out of the UK release. You just see him kind of grab him and it looks like he's going in for a bit of a romantic smooch and then the guy falls over dead. Like, oh, right. yeah, yeah, so you don't get any of the, the couple of neck snaps you get right at the beginning of this didn't even make it into the UK release. Mm. So yeah, we're uh, introduced to Jean-Claude. He arrives. Uh, he's like, look at this! And he's clearly roided and coked up. Yeah. yeah. Like in the first minute, you're like, 
Is this the hero of the piece? Yeah. This guy, he's insane. He's he's like ultra Van Damme. Mm. Yeah. Eesh. So yeah, he does the uh, hang on Charlie and blows all that. Well, not before he flips Bison off as well. Huh? Yeah. And somehow they can hear each other through the TV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very odd. Meanwhile, by the way, I'm going to be saying meanwhile and cut to a lot more than usual because editing-wise, this film jumps a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's all over the fucking place. Meanwhile... There are two not very looking tough guys going to meet Wes Studi. Kenneth and Ryu. Ken and Ryu, or Ryu and Ken. They look like they're going to fix the fucking computer. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. do not look like badass, badass martial arts. I mean, Ken's suit, they, they look like they're walking into a nightclub in some sort of terrible comedy, like Saturday Night Live comedy spin-off. Of Will Farrell, though, yeah. like bobbing his head, yeah. <laughs> Night at the Roxbury. It's going to be legendary. <laughs> So they meet Wes Studi. Wes Studi has an eye patch, so you know he's evil. Mm-hmm. And he is evil. And it turns out that Ryu and Ken are also evil because they are dealing in arms. Yeah. But their arms are actually <coughs> toys. And yeah, like Nerf guns. They're con men, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's okay because we're ripping off the bad guys. Y- yeah, keep telling yourselves that. Who will definitely not take it out on any innocence. No. And then a fight happens. Sort yeah. of. And one henchman, whilst fighting, seems to forget that it's just been revealed that these guns are toys and tries to shoot Ken in the head with one. And yeah. Some comedy boop, boop, yeah. boop noises. Boop. Tennis ball to the head. Yes. How we laughed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bison, back at his lair in Azerbaijan or wherever it is, <laughs> has put Charlie into a science machine. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. A plastic science machine. A plastic machine, science machine. Which the doors don't open properly. <laughs> no. And the science machine is going to turn Charlie into the ultimate killing machine. Pumping him full of freeze pops, as far as I can tell. Yes, and showing him images of, like, I don't know, bad stuff. It's yeah. very this film. Doubt it. <laughs> Dalston was an actual fighter in the game in this. Oh, he's a scientist. Yeah, he's a yeah. hostage scientist for the yes. color. Mm. Cut back to Ryu. And he's having a fight with Vega, possibly related to Vince, I'm not sure. <laughs> and yeah, they're in a cage match now. And Ryu, it turns out, is fucking ripped, which was a surprise, because like mm-hmm. I said, these guys do not look tough. Yeah, he's actually an established martial artist. Though, he right? is, Byron yeah. Man, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, he's really fucking good. He was in um, Old Carbon most recently. Yeah. Ah, that's where you'll see him. He's in the big short as well, which is a really good film. Mm. So they're going to have a cage match, and uh, Ryu is given a tinfoil sword to fight with. Which he lobs at Vega. Yep. And misses. They're like about to fight, (coughs) but then budget and lack of training kicks in in the form of an armoured vehicle which bursts in through the wall. Right, and if you can drive a tank through your wall and that's saving you budget, then. (laughs) (laughs) And there on top of it is Guile. You are all under arrest. You are all under arrest. Also, yeah, throughout this film, he sounds a lot like Tommy Wiseau. He does. The other way around. <laughs> yeah. But you know there's always this mystery around, like, no one really knows where Tommy Wiseau is actually from. Yeah. I think we know the answer now. Belgium. It's Belgium. Yeah. Yeah, they, their accent and tone is really is, similar. Yeah, wildly similar. Yeah, and plus it just makes this film funnier because it just <laughs> reminds you of the room. Also, you just can't picture Tommy Wiseau in the role. <laughs> <laughs> I that would be a better film, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, 
Uh, where's Studi with his eye patch? Is he actually a character that's in the game? Sagat, yeah. He's meant to be this huge, like, seven-foot-tall, ripped-to-shit Muay Thai fighter with a big scar across his chest, which he got... Is he, like, he... a middle boss or something in the game? He's, like, the second-in-command, yeah, yeah, in the original Street Fighter 2. Um, mm. But, yeah, I suppose he got this scar from, like, an old fight between him and Ryu, so they actually have backstory, but they decided to just completely write that out. Yeah, ignore it. Yes. But this is where we see them in prison. And it looks to me like Saga and Vega have developed a prison relationship. Uh, Saga's kind yeah. of leaning against the wall and Vega's got his arm over the top of him. <laughs> like, almost, <laughs> and just staring at him longingly. And he's like, oh, well, whatever gets you through. Yes. Yeah, so Wes, or whatever his name is, and Vega and Ryu and Ken, they're all in jail and they're all having a fight. Yeah. And Jean-Claude is watching down on them and he sees Ryu and Ken he's like, Bring them to me. <laughs> yeah, bring, oh, me, bring me the new bar boys. He, he says this phrase, which to me makes no fucking sense. Like, I mean, in, in the long run, it kind of does. But he said, if Sagat won't trust, not trust new friends, maybe he'll trust new enemies. But, yeah, no, no, that's not how that works. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you meant that keep your friends close and your yeah. enemies out of your nose. There's a billion other ways to say it that make sense. <laughs> oh, also, there's a little scene in between those two mm. where it's, um, they're at the, the, the AN... Not the UN, the AN, yeah, yeah. having a meeting, and one of the butlers tries to kill Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Announcing his presence from the other side of the room and then trying to stab him. Yes, yeah. and also, apparently, the AN have butlers. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're an invading force. Colonising. It's back to Alan Quartermain. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to some more blanker in the science machine stuff. Has he started going green yet? No, not yet. Can't wait. And uh, cut back again <laughs> to Ryu and Ken. Uh, they stage a fight. And when they stage a fight, they steal some keys. Most <coughs> yeah. had Classic. this wonderful setup line. The only two you, way you two are getting out of here is over my dead body. Yep. Hint, hint. Yeah. Big wink, 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 wink. Shoot me, guys. And they escape. And Ken, during the escape, kills Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, yeah. just after he'd said the thing. The end. The actual dead. Street Fighter 3, the funeral. <laughs> Meanwhile, we get to learn about Bisonopolis. Oh, God. Yeah. Bison's whole reason for being is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's going to build Bisonopolis. It's kind of like a... a, a it's big, a shopping centre. Yeah, it's a shopping centre. It's a fucking <laughs> mall. He's going about, like, make the food court bigger. Yeah, it's a shopping centre and cinema complex. I thought he had his personality temporarily switched from, like, the megalomaniac guy from Gremlins <clears> 2 for a minute. Like, just yeah. build his new buildings and little towns. It's like, we're going to build this. It's going to be the biggest, best, quiet little dictatorship you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> it's not a bit Trump. And we're going to have a casino over there. <laughs> Which will get demolished on the news in a few years, but don't worry about it. So yeah, his whole thing is basically we're going to make more of these blankers because they're the perfect soldier and then I'm going to build this shopping centre. <laughs> be lovely. <laughs> or shopping mall to those in the night. Starcourt Mall. Yeah, there's other stuff but I'll save it for later. As he's explaining <laughs> his uh, Bisonopolis and food court dreams, there is news on the television of the death of Colonel Guile. Yeah. And he says, I mourn. <laughs> yeah, well, I was one of the couple of laughs that DJ manages to get me out of the movie, get me in the movie here. He turns around and goes, Oh, that's excellent news, Bison. Well done. Actually, I mourned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bison's not happy that his nemesis is dead because he wanted to fight him himself yeah. in like gentlemanly combat and all this rah, 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 Queens be rules kind of <laughs> thing going on. Uh, that's a bollocks. Right? Yeah, we take the piss, but Raul Juliet is really good. <laughs> yeah, Raul Juliet. I mean, he's a like consummate professional, like, and mm. he's he's like really does 
gift the uh, the role for his, his gravitas. All. Yeah, it's gravitas. Yeah. So we did it for his kids, didn't he? he knew he <coughs> yeah, it's the only way he took it. He was made this movie kids. for his kids, <coughs> and he was like keenly aware that this was probably his last mm. movie. So he wanted to do something for them, I think, mm. and money. And money. Well, money for them. Yeah. yeah. And he also then gives that little speech of like, why do they call me a warlord? It's like, you know you've got a skull on your hat, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, military prisoners <laughs> are back. <right>? Yeah. <clears throat> but he's your army. literally a cross between Russian and Nazi regalia. <laughs> yeah. With a massive cape, yeah. which he dramatically throws back every now and then. <laughs> which I love it when he does that because you can see how padded his outfit is. Yeah. They're trying to make him look a bit more buff, and then obviously add the cancer weight back on. But mm. like, it literally, it's like he's wearing styrofoam for the entire fucking movie. Yes, still better than Shazam. Yes, it is. <laughs> so yeah, he goes on about this whole like, why do they call me a warlord? I'm not that bad, but he's quite clearly evil. And then cut to the Allied nations giving a little bullhorn speech of basically, get inside or we'll shoot you. Yeah. So who is the? <laughs> who are you rooting <laughs> who for? Who's the real villain? If you break curfew, you will die. <laughs> oh, maybe Bison will let us in now. It's all right. You're going to be saved by a coked up Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Your choices are not good. No, no. I don't. All You're death. a third world country, so we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the journalist, who is what's her name? Chun Li. Chun Li. Turns out she is also a ninja. Yeah, with a bum bag. She planted a uh, tracker on the lorry when it was escaping when they shot Guile and killed him dead for sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And she breaks into some place as a ninja. Yeah. and she finds Guile's body there but he's not dead no he wakes up he wakes now up. my problem with this is, is he's been laying there waiting for her yeah literally just waiting for her to turn up because he's not drugged no, no. there's never like, he's got squibs on him yeah. and a bulletproof vest or whatever um, but so he's literally been lying on that slab for like can't wait till someone comes in there's <laughs> 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 a deleted scene of him terrifying six janitors in a row actually like, he's trying to get the right person like, Gotcha! Ah, we'll be back in. I think she's coming. It's really her this time. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it is night now, so he's been there for. I mean, know, a while. Passing. <laughs> he's been there for hours, just it's, lying there. It's been a while since I've been fake shot, but I imagine a snooze afterwards could be. <laughs> I deserve this snooze. I do. <laughs> and he reveals that Ken and Ryo are actually working for him. It was all a ruse. Yeah. And we're all like, we know. And this is the first time Chun Li attempts to tell some sort of backstory. It actually gets dismissed about three times before she finally gets to say it later on. She's like, but I've got my own personal reasons. He's like, so have I, get out. But he says, it's not about your personal vendetta. Yeah. And she takes her away, he tells her out, it's like, it's, it's about, about mine. Who the fuck is he talking to when he says that? <laughs> also, this guy is supposed to be, he's a colonel. Yeah. He has a job. He's supposed to be professional. He's gone nuts. Cocaine yeah. and revenge! He's gone insane. He's your Colonel Kurtz. He's gone full Colonel Kurtz. He has gone Kurtz, <laughs> yeah. This is going on apocalypse now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the ninja slash journalist slash, what's her name? Chun-Li. Chun-Li. She escapes from the AN, of course. And we cut to the black market. Yeah, it's literally a market <laughs> where they're selling guns and helicopters and all that stuff. The journalist... And her crew... Oh, who we forgot about. Uh, Balrog and E-Honda. Balrog and E-Honda. Yeah, the boxer and the sumo. Who are also a cameraman and a sound guy for the news channel that Chun-Li works for. But they're not really. And hopefully they're magicians and circus performers. Yeah, they're magicians as well. Yeah, they see the subtle Capcom reference as well on the top of the barrel. (laughs) The thing is, yeah, they, they infiltrate this marketplace thing disguised as circus sideshows yep mm. which makes no sense yep. and also 
I mean, their professions are he's a sumo, he's a boxer. Yeah. Her whole backstory, which is long, but she's she's a skilled fighter as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So From they the spent all these years decimate. training and perfecting their skills and learning their craft and doing it professionally, mm-hmm. but also had time to go to journalism school. Yeah and learn to be a cameraman and learn audio and learn all this stuff and get other careers mm. after that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just so clear, yes. that's what's happened. See, there was a lockdown. They had time to work on all of their skills while they were not busy. Yeah, they are <laughs> multi-skilled. Like, but the main thing... But everyone is. Everyone's got one job, but they actually do something else. Yeah. They're probably making more money as journalists, but they're really pissed at Bison for fucking up their sumo and boxing careers. Yeah, yeah. yeah so much so they decide to go into a war zone. And kill him. Yes. Well, I was looking forward to E-Honda's OnlyFans, but I'm guessing that's off the table now. <laughs> and they meet uh, Ken and Ryu there. And they all have a bust up or something or other. This is well, just after the magic trick, a load of dancing girls are brought on and DJ gets a really rapey close up. Yeah, like they like, goes Ooh. on and he's like goes <laughs> 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 full like Rick Mail. <laughs> uh, then we get a shot, we get a scene. Uh, is this where Wes Studi meets up with Bison? They're like old buddies, and Bison's like, So I'm gonna pay you in bison money. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, What? <laughs> so yes I've made my own money which is going to be worth like uh, five dollars to a British pound once I've kidnapped their queen yes he's going to kidnap our queen yeah please fucking do ah I don't think he can now he's behind schedule <laughs> I mean he's, he's also dead not real <laughs> <laughs> not real it's <laughs> <laughs> the main <laughs> issue here what not another documentary ah oh. so he's got all the bison money which just reminds me of shrewd bucks yeah, <laughs> and uh, obviously where Studio's like, yeah, you're not paying me in that. That's fuck. I want actual gold or something, not just paper money of your face on it, which isn't real. Yeah. So the uh, Jano crew have decided they're going to blow up the marketplace thing by yeah. packing a truck full of explosives and taking the handbrake off and letting it roll down a hill. Yeah, yeah. Which they play on a little portable telly. Yes, so and everybody gathers around to watch it. Yes, and just as it's about to hit, the Russian goes, "Quick!" Change the, the channel. channel! I fucking died! Yeah. <laughs> I fell about laughing! I have to say, that was, the, that was probably the one and only time I did. Like, I just laughed so much. Mm. Oh, I think it's brilliant. Mm. And when, yeah, so the, the truck crashes into the market, it explodes, it's a huge explosion, it's so big that a satellite picks up the explosion, <laughs> as, well, as well as footage of everybody there <laughs> and all of their details, yeah. such as their driving license. <laughs> Okay. Are they... Oh, the journalist. The, well, do we Chun-Li even see they're it? Not a captured they're captured. Bison. That's it. Uh, and Bison's like, take her to my chambers, like bad guys do in yeah. these films. So take have her washed and sent to my room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it, Ryu and Ken don't get caught. No, they're they all like, kind of grasp them up. Yeah, they're like, oh, it sucks. Those guys are the good guys. Like, like us. Lately, <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Gets better and worse as <clears> it goes on. So the AN... Meanwhile, mm. <laughs> back down river, the AN are having a meeting and they've got their little plan and decide they're going to go in by boat to that place. Shadowloo. Shadowloo. Go up by boat. But one of the boats is a stealth boat, stealth boat, which remember in the movies means it's invisible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally invisible. Yeah. And one of them's going to go up and take out all of the radar towers and the others are going to just kind of wait for that to happen. Yes. And yes. one of the guys, like, in really bad dubs over English... It's like, 
who's going to pilot that? They'd have to be crazy. Mm. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, I'm crazy! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Bison has driven me out of my mind, so I will do it. He does, he has one of those moments. You know whenever you meet somebody and they're like, I'm mental, I am, all my mates say I'm mental. And you're like, you're not, you're boring. It's like, yes. that's Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, I'm crazy! I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you know what? Let him have the boat that all the missiles are going to be aimed at. You, you let him go. At this point in the production, I mean, they're probably like, "Is it dangerous?" <laughs> just let him go. Everyone sat there in a meeting, like, so we're being led by a guy who is just going around saying he's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going to follow him, right? Yeah. Okay. He's literally using this army for his own personal vendetta, as, as he is also when stated. he thought we weren't listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, back at back to wherever it is. Uh, they're in a dungeon, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And the sumo is being whipped. Oh yeah, the, and he seems to like it. Yeah, yeah we, get a hand, we get a handjob joke here. Mm-hmm. We do. Mm. Also, why this uh, Samoan's Hawaiian? He's a jet. Uh, well, I looked it up. Like um, he's apparently been in Hawaii. There was a lot of Japanese Americans right. living in Hawaii, like Japanese like ancestry. Because I was like, the guy's Hawaiian. He's not Japanese. But I looked it up. The actor is American Japanese, mm. uh, and it's quite common for American Japanese to live in Hawaii. Ooh, makes so. sense also every time they whip him they play a little sort of Hawaiian music like, yeah. Yeah. yeah to imply that he's but just chilling he's zen he right? yeah. yes even though he's not really because he cries afterwards yes yes anyway Sumo and Boxer then escape because they are strong enough to break metal yes and then Ryu and Ken get some new clothes because they think that they're on their side yeah, still. so they dress him up in karate. They're like yeah. an like animated side show. That's mm. Ryan Ken get new clothes. Hijinks and you. This is so they can get them into their game outfits of their white karate. Oh, yeah, they're given their geese, aren't they? The That's gi? it. Yeah. 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 Ken's meant to be orange, but... Also, like, Chun-Li is then given her game like outfit because M. Bison is a fucking weirdo apparently it's M. Bison's kink outfit yeah dresses her up I'm thinking sort of like Dynasty Warriors means means Princess Leia's hair you know give me that that's what I want meanwhile back at the AM damn it (laughs) Simon Callow shows up and he's some kind of diplomat type person in a suit and all British yeah and he's like listen we've decided we're not going to go to war we're going to negotiate and just pay Bison yeah and that'll be that. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, fuck Talk that. What is it? He then yeah, he pushes Simon Cowell. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, fuck you. He's like, have you lost your mind? No, you just lost your balls. So, <laughs> Such a, and it gets a big close up as well. Like this was added later as well. Like fucking, you just lost your balls. Yeah. You when he shoves Simon Callow there as well, it's quite an aggressive little. Oi! Yeah. Into the chest there. Like if I was Simon Callow, I'd be a bit like, is he topped up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my bit, when Simon Callow turns up, I was like, oh, I know what's happening here. Like even though I've seen this film, I'd obviously erased it from my mind. It's like he's going to say we're going to pay the twenty billion. It's going to turn out Simon Callow's in league with M Bison, mm. which would have made his character a little bit interesting. Nope. Never see his character <laughs> again. Like, so they decide to ignore all that voice. Mm. It's like we could pay him off and that would be that and all those people will live we don't have to go into a battle zone he's like fuck all that and he gives the speech yeah um, which is basically along the lines of we could go home mm-hmm. but let's not but no let's not let's go to war and fight yeah uh, for me who I've stated mm. is insane yeah and this is all about my own personal vendetta yeah <laughs> so you could go home but no Follow me. Yeah, be a pal. You could go home. 
but I will hunt you down and kill you when you're dead. <laughs> or you can die in battle. <laughs> what do you want? And they're all like, let's go to war, fuck it, yeah. woo! Like, well, we've come all this way, we've got all these guns, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's, high, it's just wildly unrealistic. If you ever go, we could go home, that, well, come back! <laughs> <laughs> Also, just down the river, you say. Oh, <laughs> go on then. Then we'll pop home after. The speech is hilarious. It's like, mm. do you remember like the speech in Braveheart mm. or Independence Day? I think that's what it was supposed to be. Or Pacific Rim. Yeah, even say Pacific yeah. Rim's got a good one. This ain't that. They'll never mm. take our freedom. But this yeah. predates fucking Braveheart. Mm. So what is it in this one? It's um, I'm going to take my boat and I'm going to sail down the river and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Now, who yeah. wants to go home and who wants to come with me? I'm still out at this point. I'm still out. I'm already halfway home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've left. Like, so it's just turned into a Zoom meeting. Like. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> back in Bison's boudoir, yeah, Chun-Li finally gets the chance to Chun-Li, tell the whole backstory. They actually tell us her backstory to a very bored-looking Bison who doesn't a, give a shit. such a fucking horrendous scene because she just goes on and mm. on and on. And I'm like, hang on. Like, Bison's this fucking evil dictator, and he's just letting her fucking waffle on. Mm. Like, he's, got, he's got to get his kimono on. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that bit. He just see his head. The hat never comes off, and mm. he just comes he out like smoking jacket. Yeah, he changes his hat at one point. But you never see him change yeah, the hat you see the two like armoured gloves go up over the side yeah. and then he just walks out and he's like, oh no. He's making some drinks. He is. Yeah. He's got a couple his, of Cosmopolitans going he's got on. He's quite a cocktail big... bar in the background. Like. Yeah. He comes out almost Gomez Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Tish. I'm just going giggity. No, the line that he delivers back to her when she's done Which her big is story. Hilarious. is brilliant. Yeah. That is like another genuinely great line. It, for you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, and it's, it's a genuinely good line. What the fuck is that line doing in this film? Like, yeah, it's funny though. It's just like, oh... This is, your, this is your whole story. This is your whole life. That was nothing to me. Mm. It was a Tuesday. I had eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> and your father. Who are you again, by the way? <laughs> Why aren't you naked already? <laughs> we pay these to talk now? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ryu and Ken and uh, Chung, whatever her name is, they all show up. Oh, yeah, that's it. Balrog and E. Honda break in when she's just literally, she's kicking the shit out of Bison. She could have ended the movie here and there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's winning. She's beaten And the then all of the blokes turn up and like distract her and yeah. he runs into his sex toy cupboard yeah. and gasses him. So, is that not what you keep in your sex toy cupboard? I find it easy to transition, just a bit of knockout gas. <laughs> yeah, so Bison escapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Gail, Cammy, and the bloke whose name I didn't figure out until much Tee- later uh, T-Hawk are yeah. in the stealth boat we're still missing a character <gasps> that never actually shows up for the movie as well Fei Long is one of the, the characters they added for Super Street Fighter 2 and he's one of, oh, the, right. he's one of the extra ones along with Cammy and um, T-Hawk and there was another dude whose name I've forgotten but yeah Fei Long was meant to be in here and he's not and he's like a Bruce Lee kind of dude instead of um, being able to do like the dragon punch he throws all kicks instead Right. He was fucking cool. But this is the bit they're in the stealth boat, and this is where Gile decides that he's uh, now is a really good time as they're <coughs> heading towards their mission to start watching home videos. Yeah, yeah. In the playing, boat. playing some really cheesy music. VHS player. Now. Yeah, with him and uh, Blanca. Blanca. Mm. That's yeah. it. He's driving the boat as well. Yeah. And just pops in the video and starts watching. <laughs> puts it out of his pocket and goes. Yeah, puts it on. Ah, like, memories. 
Now's definitely a good time to watch this. Like, keep your eyes on the water, mate. <laughs> Just in case you'd forgotten why he's commandeered an entire army to do his bidding. It's like, this was the last time we had lunch together. <laughs> when I, are they going to admit I had that the there's more to that relationship? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm de- he's going for a lot to save his best friends. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't do anything to save either of you that's fair (laughs) let alone commandeer an army and start an illegal war not at all in fact I wouldn't even do that for like a girlfriend that's Mm. ridiculous but yeah listen sorry (laughs) (laughs) we we had a good run (laughs) I'll miss you (laughs) will you miss me when you're dead it's not you it's me I'm rational (laughs) (laughs) yeah they head up in the he goes upstream in this boat and they start, they've got a, a minigun on the boat, yeah. which they fire at the radars, which instantly makes them explode. Because mm, bullets from miniguns cause big right. explosions. Not even the way it's edited as well. Like, you see the big radars and stuff like that. But when they start firing, it's not the same thing. All it is, is the, like the riverbanks and grass are bursting into flames. Mm. There's no fucking sign of those <laughs> well, radars they, or I'm, anything. I'm guessing they only had the one radar to blow up, so we're just like, we've got to save it for the last shot. Yeah, so we but just, use the same nuke, shot for that. Nuke everything around it. Yeah, we're just firing bullets at the riverbank, basically. Yes. Also, before that, before we move on, sorry, mm. uh, we cut to a little shot, an update of Blanca. He's now green. He looks he like an animal from the fucking Muppets. He looks like <laughs> a shit, he, well, a really shit Luferino Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> if it's if really bad. a kid with Ziggy Stardust, that's pretty much what we're looking at. Yeah. Right? Also, did you ever notice this? It, once it shows you, like, the shit-looking Blanca, yeah. it then cuts back to... Uh, John claude Van Damme in the boat there's a close up of his face and he has this look on his face like I think I've left the iron on <laughs> 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 and then it cuts away. He's like, what was that? What the fuck was that? So what if I save him and he's been horribly genetically mutated? <laughs> what are the odds? Like, he's like, did I order the Coke? <laughs> <laughs> or it's just a, I think that bag of Coke in my ass has just split. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene should be good. <laughs> that guy's flying all over the place. Right, anyway. And then Bison gets up in his control thing, which is an arcade video game. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. literally a mock-up of the arcade. Oh, it's the old Street Fighter uh, Street one, yeah. Game, yeah. That's it, because they've got a video feed. All the um, explosions have happened. They're like, bring up the video. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like a real space balls, mate. <laughs> it's so funny, though, because they've got this stealth boat, which, remember, people, in the movies means it's literally invisible. And they have this video showing quite obviously something boat-shaped moving through the water because the waves are going everywhere and they're like what could it be like it's obviously a boat (laughs) what do you think it is clearly messy when we find it if you do spot the stealth boat it has got Colonel William F. Guile written on the the side side of it it, in case you wondered who the pilot was but yeah he's only said he's only announced that he's going to be the one to drive it like a little while later so he was like who's going to drive it well I'm crazy I will run off and put his name on it it's definitely his yeah, no backsies. Yeah, that whole bit with the mines and the rockets and the gamepad, that make anyone else think of Superman 3? Oh, Superman 3? I don't think I've yeah, seen with it. Richard Pryor, where they're trying to blow up Superman with the missiles at the end and it turns into a video game. No? Oh, right, yeah, 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 I do remember. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Sorry, no, yeah, no one, Superman 4 then. No one was funny in that either. So, <laughs> so he's got his game, Bison's got his game fucking arcade controllers and yeah he's firing mini guns at them and there's uh, mines in the water but they they survive all of that mm-hmm. somehow yeah cut to Blanca unleashed yay 
There's a few more shots this of him where, looking but, shit. The, the, where they find out that Garl's alive again, or has been alive all the time, and Bison basically mocks Sagat's disability. Yes. And he goes, I guess you didn't see that coming, did you? And covers his <laughs> yeah, eye. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> he improvised that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think at that point, the cancer meds are kicking in a little bit. He's like, woo, having some fun today, boys. <laughs> so Jean-Claude Van Damme, Kylie Minogue, and the other guy. T-Hawk. T-Hawk, yeah, he's such a nothing. He's... <laughs> Fucking poor. He's meant again. He's meant to be like this massive, huge hench, like Native American fighter. Yeah. And I'm not even sure he's Native American. He put no. He puts on his um, headband at the end and talks about like for three seconds. Yeah. Oh, this is the 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 headband of my people. We're a very spiritual. Shut up. They're coming. (laughs) Kyle turns around and goes like, "Should have got me one." Well, he's so like, mine. three of them but I genuinely thought and had to rewind it because when he said oh like it's a Cherokee headband like I wear it for luck mm. I thought he said should have brought some real luck <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was just I was like fuck off they can't say that mm. and I was like oh you should have brought three yeah. oh you're gonna kiss the crucifix too I daddy's boy <laughs> so these three show up to uh, the island finally they appear to not be armed not with anything no, except their wit and stylish so, yeah they take on a bunch of armed guards with just their fists yeah because why yeah. not and then Jean-Claude Van Damme falls down a hole oh, we have to say well, we know that Kylie's doing special moves from the game because at one point she does a kick and says thrust kick she announces it yeah, yeah. thrust yeah. kick um, a thrust kick in the game is supposed to be a backflip that goes about 10 feet into the air where you double kick them under the jaw not where you do the Y from the YMCA and happen to kick at the same time. Yeah. Sorry, Kylie. But just after she does that thrust kick anyway, she wraps her legs around that guy and flips him, and mm. it's clearly not her. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can see the wig on the, the stunt double. The stunt man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get another shot of Kylie. Please have balls came out with that one. Yeah. You know, it then comes back to in their little underground layer thing, and Bison's there like, have they transferred the $20 billion into my Swiss bank account? And uh, is it DJ or TJ? DJ, yeah. So he looks, apparently they had online banking then. He looks up his bank account, his balance. Mm. And anyone else notice? He's been on Family Fortunes or something. He comes up with, meh, meh. As you say, did anybody else notice that Bison has no money in the bank? Yeah, yeah. Zero. Not a yes, like, he has a balance of zero dollars. Like, he's broke. Mm. I have more money than this. Yeah. How is he funding this war? Has, With yeah. bison dollars. Built, yeah. How has he built that entire underground complex? It's just like the, the Monopoly, the DLC. <laughs> yeah. That's why every like him and every other Bond villain and everybody else who has these jobs, they've spent all their fucking money on their mm. lair. Like, and now right, I need why, more money. That's why they're holding the world to ransom. It's like, we've got to pay this shit off. This <laughs> <laughs> contract isn't my back. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand the problems I'm under. <laughs> well, there's an idea for a show in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so once... Uh, uh, our heroes get into the layer. Jean-Claude Van Damme finally is reunited with his love, Blanca. And he decides he's so ugly he's going to kill him. Yeah, yeah like within <laughs> moments. Yeah, like literally. He takes one look at him he's like, Ew. Oh, don't worry. Oh, it's like the end of fucking of Mice and Men. Mm. <laughs> like, I'll put you out of your misery. He pulls a gun and goes to kill him. Because what have they done to you? It's like, hold on, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, you remember? Him up fucking loud him. mouth from earlier. <laughs> Charlie, woo, woo. now look at me. Good with you, Charlie. Yeah, nice one, dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, then he's like, nah, gonna fucking... Yeah, he like, decides to end his perfectly healthy but genetically altered best mate. Yes. <laughs> Until the scientist stops him. Yes. That says, what right do you have? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm the leader of this new army. I've just I'm a war. He's basically a warlord now himself. Yeah, That's the right. Dad, I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah, we are banging. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we may have just switched positions, though. <laughs> so Jean-Claude Van Damme jumps into the science machine, yeah. which mm-hmm. then raises up through a hole in the ground into the main level of the layer where all the, the baddies are. the hostage pit, because yeah. he's going to use blankets to kill everyone in his hostage pit. Yeah. It is actually referred to as the hostage pit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the machine comes up and... Jean-Claude Van Damme jumps out and surprises fucking Bison with a running kick. A, a jump kick out of the machine. Yeah, he does travel like 30 feet through the fucking air. I'd be surprised. From a stationary position yeah. as well, because there's no room in the uh, no. science. No, it's the size thing. of a small lift. Yeah, so he does that whole flying kick from a, from a, sta- a stationary position across the room. It's, well, it's Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most Street Fighter thing about this film, is that <laughs> flying kick across the room. I'm going to be the guy. That's not even one of Giles' moves. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, it all kicks off, basically. Yeah. Uh, eventually, the you rest know, of the... Until this point, we haven't had a single fight that hasn't been interrupted in some way. We're an hour and <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah. minutes into this fucking film called Street Fighter. Oh, and the rest of the AN finally show up hey. on their boats. <laughs> Also, there's no street fighting at all in this film. You get the underground fight club scene, but it gets, introdu- like, it gets interrupted straight away. And uh, the sumo... The Honda versus Zangief fight. Yeah, the sumo and the Russian have a fight to the Godzilla noises. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> on, on, his, um, on his little uh, model... Bisonopolis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bison and Jean-Claude Van Damme, they fight. But first they send everyone out. Yeah. They're like, everyone leave, we're going to fight. It's just going to be the two of us. Yeah. private thing if you don't mind so everyone get out so they have a fight and it was revealed that somebody has drawn a stars and stripes on Jean-Claude Van Damme's arms with a sharpie yeah. yeah that's not his arm in that shot either is it not? no <laughs> if you look at the shot of him after his arm's like a third of the size of that like don't yeah, worry, he's, yeah. pretty, he's pretty ripped in this but like that is not his fucking arm oh wow I thought you saw his face in that shot. Do you not? No, no, it's no, just, it cuts right. away. Yeah. He kind of he does the punch and then it kind he of does it, his face. He's thinking at the beginning when he's like, "Look at this," and he does yeah. that fist arm pumpy thing to yeah. the camera. Mm. You see his face then because he's got the massive cocaine eyes yeah. as he does it. And they have a fight, and Bison is electrocuted. No, no, and he's dead. He's oh, all no. he's all dead, as he says. Mm. Yeah, but he says, "How are you? I'm half dead. How's Bison? All dead, but he's not." Because his clothes perform CPR. Yeah. Am I, was I seeing that right? That's what happened? Yeah, that yeah. is exactly what happened. Happens. He's got a defibrillator built it into his like, jumpsuit. Oh, like, jumpsuit. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a really poor alien. Sort yeah. Of, like, his chest starts going... Something's going to burst. No, it's no. Like no arrhythmia. I think he's getting worse. <laughs> I think it would have been even better if one of his sleeves popped up and gave him like some oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his cape's actually the cape from uh, like Doctor Strange, and he just like carries him off on a journey. Yeah. Like. So his clothes perform CPR and bring him back to life. And now that he's back to life, he has force lightning force power. Lightning, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also he can fly. Yeah, which he just say, "Ha, I can fly now." By the way, yeah, because superconductor electricity. He's been oh, going yeah. into Stephen Norrington's fucking notebook. <laughs> it says like it's what powers the bullet train. Yeah, yeah, I think it keeps it levitated off the track, yeah. um, which is how no. that works. But also, that's... yeah, the bullet train doesn't fly off. No. <laughs> and, and also, it's weighted so it will stay down. If they turn that on, he would literally pancake himself into the ceiling, which I would watch the fuck out of. 
Meanwhile, Ken, remember Ken? Just about. He's nicking stuff. What a dude, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he's gone back to his wily ways. And yeah, he's stealing got, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then he decides to go back and save Ryu because Ryu was fighting Ve- Vega, Vega I think. I can't remember. There's a lot, of, well, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things during this film. Vega and Sagat fighting. And, That's it, yeah. And then they, they, there's two fights going on at once, yeah. isn't there? And they cut back and forth. Yeah, so Ken shows up and he then starts fighting um, Sagat. Vega and Ryu carry on their cage fight from earlier. Turns out it would have been shit. Um, I think Chun Li, Balrog, and uh, they're just punching guards and stuff. Yeah, and, guards, yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, you've got the AN fighting out the front. Yeah, everyone. and then Zangief and uh, um, E Honda are still just pretending they're giant monsters in a monster movie. Yeah, mm. and so there's lots of fighting, there's mm. cutting around to lots of different people fighting. It's all very confusing. But we get to see a dragon punch and a fireball for the fans now. But it's not really a fireball. It's not, no, Is his it? hands. No. He, I think he knocked his bracelets together and there's a bit. A spark on camera, yeah. and mm. he doesn't say the words. He doesn't say Hadouken. Hadouken. No, he does not. And then the dragon punch is literally the guy does an, an uppercut and then spins round afterwards, and it yeah. looks <laughs> it fucking look really terrible. <laughs> and then Bison is again electrocuted, but for realsies. Yeah, yeah. but he dies for realsies he this time. Kicked into a giant monitor. Right. Yeah, this is where the guy runs off, and there's this really obvious overdub where he goes, "Bison, you're off the air." And like yeah. you can't see, you can't yeah. even see his face. Like he runs out of shot. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of other noises going yeah. on as he says that, but it comes yeah. out really loud and clear. Yeah. Again, who is he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Bison's fucking dead, man. So they all escape and run out. This is where the Russian decides that he wants to be a good guy because he realised he wasn't getting paid. Yeah. Well, no, he realised other people were getting paid and he was just doing it for free he was just being an evil henchman oh, yeah, for nothing yeah. so you got paid he's like fuck this he should have been the original version of that meme like you guys are getting paid he's brilliant he's really good he's fun really this funny there's also a bit where they they release the hostages and they can't they was going to get the lock open and Bullrog's like don't worry I'll do it and he punches the lock and this is where I noticed he now is wearing boxing gloves yep he's in a battle yeah like for his life where people have guns where people have guns <laughs> he's going around he's boxing gloves fucking boxing gloves which he didn't have on before no. so at some point he's gone to get some boxing gloves it's like, which are padded yeah <laughs> imagine like they go outside and there's a gunfight going on someone chucks him with like a, a pistol quick he's stolen them off of the Nautilus from Captain Nemo he's like what's that fighting people with guns without using guns oh, yeah, you're a master of this let's get on this together he just runs out they're all firing at him he's just punching bullets out yeah. <laughs> 20,000 leagues of bullshit script. <laughs> oh and uh, Blanca and the scientists kind of blow up or something yeah they decide they're going to yeah. sacrifice themselves because now he's not let Guile shoot him in the head and he's thrown a few people orange hair is ready to die down see him all of his hair's falling out so he looks does like he pull it out game. or something or do they the, cut he gets thing? chemicals spilt on him when yeah, yeah the slush puppy stuff hanging up that's being pumped into Blanca he spills yeah. it on himself so which ult- ultimate brain freeze the roots went the hair fell out you know I yeah. assume it's trying to set him up as the character from the game that could yeah. do all the stretchy stuff that's so exactly. the Looked at because mm. <laughs> yeah. we never got a sequel. Oh no, oh no, and yeah, they all get out there, and of course, the whole place blows up because yeah. that just has to happen. Also, when filming, that explosion was not only that big, Oops. they kind of fucked it up and destroyed $24,000 worth of scaffolding. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so. Once they're all out and they've all escaped, it turns they think Jean Claude Van Damme is dead, but then he just shows up two minutes later, like, hey! Yeah, casually just walks out of the fucking. Yeah, who wants a bump? Woo! 
<laughs> and they're all like, yay, you're alive. And then it's like, hey, Russian guy, you're on our side now. Yay, great. And then Ken and Ryu are like, you know what? We think we're going to stick around and help rebuild this place, mm. even though we're criminals. Yeah. So basically, they're going to take it over and just run it into the ground. Amazing. But the whole Zangief thing as well, like, fucking, they're literally rounding up all of, like, the, the soldiers and stuff from Bison's, like, army. But it's okay. Zangief's okay because he switched sides now. So yeah. he doesn't have to face prosecution. Yeah, at all. he's fine. <laughs> yeah, the AAN has no problem with him whatsoever. No. He gets a free pass. And it's all happy, and then they all jump up in the air and do their silly little poses. Oh. The end. They, yeah, literally Fred does that whole pose freeze frame thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be their poses from the game. Is, yeah, and yeah. it does Chun Li's laugh victory not sound effect over the end of it as they all do their freezing. I didn't realise that there's an end of credit sting on this film, um, which I need because I just left it fucking playing afterwards, where it suggests that Bison's alive again. I can only assume that his suit pack like kicked in again. Um, <laughs> set, obviously setting up a, a sequel to this franchise mm. that neither the franchise or Raul Julia managed to live to see. I'll say it's optimistic for a couple of reasons because one, the movie and two, <laughs> your main villain is dying of cancer. Yeah. Uh, how quickly are you planning on getting that sequel out? Like, <laughs> Not quick enough, evidently. Evidently. Or whatever. Or they could have just totally recast it like they did with a certain other film which we'll be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, right, Street Fighter from 1994 has a terrible script. Yeah. Too many characters, yep. terrible cinematography. Mm-hmm. Jean Claude Van Damme is hilariously bad in it. The pacing is all over the fucking place. It's got a stupid plot. The music doesn't work. Even the costumes are fucking terrible. Yep. Yep. I still like it. I still like I it. I fucking really enjoy it's this so film. much fun. <laughs> No. It's, it's it's so bad. A, it's good. It's I can believe way. it's not better. It's just, <laughs> There's just something about it. It's just it is like the room. It's just so funny. It's just yeah. a car yeah, car crash of a movie. Just like it's such an easy idea to implement. Like you've got these characters, put them in a tournament. And there's your movie. Yeah. No, we must have dictators and warlords and monopoly money and merchandising <laughs> and Godzilla sound effects and oh yeah, shit, something about fights. We'll put yeah. them in towards the end. Um, <laughs> like Raul Julia is watchable every second he's on screen. Oh, he's yeah. fantastic. And he's brilliant in it. And Jean-Claude Van Damme is so mental on camera. Yeah. Like, you know he's off his fucking face there on screen. It's so entertaining to watch. And that stupid speech where he's like, I'm going to get in my boat <laughs> and I'm going to go up river. Like, filming that, you just like, you just imagine him actually there being like, I'm going to get in my boat and go up river and get some more cocaine <laughs> and then I'm going to come back <laughs> And kick this movie's ass, <laughs> and they're just there behind in the monitors, like we'll edit around. We right? could just edit around this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, it'll be fine. And then everybody cheers. This was like the height of his fucking ego. It was like just after Time Cop, which yeah, which was, was a big yeah, hit. Well, was this a film movie. was still a hit. This film film made. Uh, this film still made money. Mm. Like it. Shits like me. Yeah, everyone like shits on it, but it made a lot of money at box office. I wish it got a sequel. Actually, no, I don't because the sequel might have been good, and this is just so. It did get an attempted reboot, like The Legend of Chun Li. Yeah, Yeah. The Legend of Chun Li. They just started to make another standalone movie for it. There's a whole web series based on Ryu and Ken. There's an entire anime of it. There's anime movies. There's mangas. 
I've never seen them, but I'm of the understanding that the anime films are pretty good. The anime one, the Street Fighter 2 animated movie, which is from 1996, it's on YouTube, that's how I watched it again, and it's a fantastic time. It's just, if you like 90s anime, you're in for a giggle. It's all it's mm. very Dragon Ball Z with power levels and ridiculous fights, and these people have got superpowers. Why? Because Street Fighter. Yeah, because they right. have. Yeah, it's great. It's much more fun, and there's some fucking street fighting in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't care. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, it's not, mm. but I enjoyed it. It's, I've seen this film twice now. Like I said, I don't have any nostalgia for it whatsoever. Mm. And I still enjoy watching it. <laughs> I'm, I bought um, a while back because um, I nearly, I had one or two choices because I don't know if you know, but this movie of a game also got turned into a game. There is it Street did, Fighter yes. the movie, the game. Yeah. Where they took um, graphical inspiration from another certain fighting game, digitised all the characters and put it in, and somehow fucked up a Street Fighter game. Yeah, um, I don't know how the hell they managed that. But yeah, I don't oh. even remember that. It was, it was bad, but I had a choice between buying that game or I had um, they released them. Um, I think for the fifteenth anniversary of Street Fighter, they released um, the Hyper Fighting Edition which was every version of Street Fighter, because you had Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Street Fighter 2 uh, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. You had all these different editions, so they took every character version from every one of them, piled it all onto one disc on PlayStation 2, and then sold it with another disc. And the PS2 exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and then it had the anime on there as well, and I picked the whole thing up for 15 quid, and to think I nearly went home with Street Fighter, the game of the movie of the game. Wow. Um, you actually get a free bag of coke and a script with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really a script. It's just like loads of scribbled pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme's annotated script. Yeah. just covered in phone numbers, which if you ring, there is just a nice surprise at the end. The JCVD version. <laughs> close up on me. Close up on me. The <laughs> if you fight, he just shows up at your house. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you want to do some drugs? <laughs> I learned how to do these splits by putting cocaine directly in my ass. You know? <laughs> Oh yeah, he doesn't do the splits in this no, game. He do no, the he splits. doesn't. He no. does. Um, he manages Guile's somersault kick, the flash kick, a couple of times, and he does the same kind of backflip kick three mm. times in a row right at the end. Never once says Sonic Boom. Though. No, he doesn't. No. Oh no. Also, we have kind of missed out the point that Guile is supposed to be American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Commander William F. Guile. Yeah, yeah. and John is just so. You can't even pretend he's American. No. I think that's probably why the, the, like the Allied Nations or whatever is rather than the US Army is because mm. Guile is clearly not American. But he, even though he has a Sharpie tattoo. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's the thing. Is they're all supposed to be, yeah, it's like Kylie Minogue is actually supposed to be British in this film. Yeah. Oh, her accent does flip back and forwards. Yeah. And he is supposed to be American, mm-hmm. his character, but I'm not buying that <laughs> at all. Um, well, yeah, overall, best film of 1994. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't put a price on that kind of entertainment. I'd say. Well, you can, 10k a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a crate of beer to get through it, I think. But. I mean, yeah, this film's easily enjoyed with drinks and mates. Yeah, yeah. that's the only other time I'd watch it, is if, like, say we was all together with beers and watching the film together. So no, we'll do next out. week then. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sit, I'd never watch it like I did this time on my own in my flat, just thinking I could be doing anything else. Like cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched it on my own, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Right, that was Street Fire. <laughs> And welcome back. So that was Street Fighter onto Mortal Kombat. Mm. Yay! From 1995. 
Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> before. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Before it all went to shit, to be fair. Before? Yeah. He did Event Horizon straight after this. Yeah, well, Event Horizon's great. It is. Yeah. This isn't. Then it went. You hush your damn poor hairy mouth. <laughs> it stars Christopher Lambert, the Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> As a Chinese French comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Robin Shaw, Lyndon Aspie, Carrie. Hiroi Aki Tagawa. Nailed it. <laughs> Bridget Wilson. Talisa Sato. Trevor Goddard. Chris Casamassa. Sure. <laughs> Francois Petit. Petit, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not Petit. <laughs> and Keith Cook. The pot of this thing, Beeth. Oh, hang on, I'll let my screen fade out because we had a bit of a build-up last time. Um, three unknowing martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Apparently so. Yeah. I went for the short one this time. You happy? Yep. Good. I love how this film starts with its... Um, it does a Jason Derulo. It just oh. announces... And the greatest soundtrack to any movie ever begins. These opening credits are a bit much. They're like, literally, it's starting... The Mortal Kombat thing in the music starts immediately, before, yeah. like, even the fucking studio logos are still going. You're like... It's like an assault on the senses. It's just loud and bright. I, like, I, felt, like a, like, I feel like an old man now just saying it. I just went, oh, God. <laughs> down. My nostalgia cockles were thoroughly warmed and grabbing glow sticks in my belly. Thank I you. Was... I mean, I'd like, uh, it's cheesy as fuck, but I do kind of like that. Mortal Kombat! But then it's like, ow! <laughs> Ironically, ow will come into play later. <laughs> I, mean, I do think Cats would have been a lot more entertaining if every time Jason Derulo showed up on screen, he just went, Jason Derulo! <laughs> I love that shit. Just walking into a place and just shouting your name. <laughs> only works in Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, the film begins after that fucking onslaught of an opening sequence. Woo. We then get a man beating up a child. Yeah, the yeah. child that snaps his spine. Yeah. <laughs> we need to know he's bad. Have we got any puppies? No. Beat up the small child. Yeah. All with terrible CGI clouds in the background. Yep. Yep. And then a guy wakes up in a green room. Yeah. It's like a, like a prison sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, because he was like... having a... That, what... What happened was a dream. Yeah. But of something that actually did happen. Of something that did yeah. happen. That he feels guilty about. But he didn't see. Yeah, but he can visualise it perfectly because yeah. Mortal Kombat. And then he picks up that telegram that he's got there. And it, I know it's a telegram and it's supposed to be brief, but it just still makes me laugh. It's like, Luke Kang, brother dead, return home. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Kang, stop, brother yeah. dead, stop. <laughs> so yeah, Luke Kang, this is the guy in the green room. He's our main dude yeah our protagonist our hero. yep he's been having a dream or something that did actually happen his brother was killed Chang Song Chang Song Chang Song and that happened yeah, the only way we knew that Liu Kang was the good guy in the original game though, was he was the only person when he did his fatality that the screen didn't get darker in the first game he just did the move and there wasn't much blood and so he was the hero mm. and they changed that for Mortal Kombat 2 because everyone's a fucking badass isn't they? we then cut to a SWAT team who are shouting and talking really fast don't forget walking walking very quickly that's it mm. Do, is it just sped up? I don't know <laughs> Um, either that, I think that basically the guys that wrote the music were kind of handling the cameras in this part and they still haven't come down quite yet because there's a lot of snapping backwards and forwards so. and they're, they're in a club and they're after some Australian bloke with half a face called Kano Kano he's actually English in this one 
Well, he's definitely English, right? Because like, I keep reading that he's Australian and they change the game so that he's Australian and then every time he talks, like, he's not fucking Australian. Right, in this movie, he's English. Um, what? In, in this film, he's Australian? No. Well, that accent's Australian. Apparently, they changed the whole the character mm. because of his performance in this movie. Yeah, they changed so they the made him Australian. Yeah. But he's, now, but, I know, he's, but he's got an English accent. I am, yeah, he's got an Australian it, it accent. Sounds like he sounds a bit cockney in places. Oh, Australian you wish, I mean, I've experienced it firsthand. A lot of times when you go to the States, they, for some reason they can't tell the two accents apart, mm. like English and Australian. My mm. uncle, for one, used to get well riled up yeah, if anybody asked him if he was Australian. Fucking beggars and thieves, bloody Australians, I'm English. I was like, mm. all right, doing us proud further. I'm an imperialist, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. No, this bloke's definitely Australian. See, I, I'm not sure. I don't know, he sounds pretty The funny. first thing I wrote down as soon as he delivered his first line was Australian bloke. But I read that he was Australian, but then there's the bit where he's having dinner later on and he sounds like he's from London. I'm sticking to my guns. I'll <laughs> die on this <laughs> fucking According to the canon of the games, he is now Australian. Yes. Well, uh, look who's right. <laughs> <laughs> the game writers, yes. Yes. No. So he's there and he's friends he's with. He's played by Kylie Minogue. Yes. <laughs> he's friends with the guy that killed the child. Yeah. Yes. Chang Cut to a guy in LA who is Johnny Cage. Yes. And he's on a film set with a director that looks a lot like Steven Spielberg. He is. And you know who Johnny Cage was originally based on? Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Who turned down this role? Yes. Yeah. To make Street Fighter. <laughs> to make Street Fighter instead. Yeah. Also, the director. Whole... The whole thing that where Johnny Cage does the splits and punches people in the balls is literally yeah. based on Van Damme's splits thing mm. from Bloodsport. The director was actually supposed to be a Steven Spielberg cameo. It was, mm. yeah. yeah. But he yeah. couldn't do it. Oh, no. So they got somebody who looks a bit like him. To, yeah. Also, why would Spielberg... Apparently Spielberg was a big fan of Mortal Kombat yeah. games. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the whole fight choreography, I know it's supposed to be on a film set, but the fight choreography is fucking terrible. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then you have that whole moment where he's like being called a fake and everything else. You're like, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you fight... And also your career is literally to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> So then Johnny Cage goes over to his agent, is it? It's his old master? Yeah, it's his he old master. He calls him master something. Master Rohan or Master Roshi or something. Well, Master Roshi, who is, is played by... Again, s- not Chinese or Japanese or fucking anything. <laughs> no, it's Steve Bannon. Yeah. <laughs> Literally looks just like Steve Bannon. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And Steve Bannon's like, you should come to this tournament. Yeah. No one will call you a fake because you'll have kicked real faces off. Yeah. yeah. And Johnny's like, um, okay. Right. Yeah. And then Steve Bannon walks away, but then he turns into mm. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. They do the very obvious Terminator 2 T1000 changing shot as he walks across the camera. Yeah. So instead of it being like silver. Just before he changes into Shang Tsung, though, it looks like they've given him the direction to sort of walk forwards, but he's he looks like he's really aware of what he's doing just mm. before he like his face is all like ultra concentrated <laughs> on just fucking walking. Because well, he has to do his evil Chinese man walk, even though he's a fat white guy from Queens. <laughs> Again, the bag of coke in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, meanwhile, Lou arrives at some kind of temple and some stuff happens. Which is his home, apparently. Yeah, he's in a temple and he's like, I'm gonna join a tournament. Because my brother died. They're like, yeah, yeah your brother died because you ran away to America. Now you're all back and you're like, I'm going to do the He was next in line to fight the evil overlord. So it is entirely my fault, yeah. you're saying. Absolutely yeah. your fault. Dick. And then Highlander shows up. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Enter Swiss American Raiden, who is playing an ancient Chinese god. <laughs> is he Swiss American or French Canadian? He was uh, born in uh, born in America, but then he moved to Switzerland. Right. Like, uh, and was raised in Switzerland. Yeah, I looked this up because I was like, oh, um, yeah. I can tell you that for the French dub version of this film, he Chris Lambert also did raise yeah. into the <laughs> he, he was a big fan of doing this as well, wasn't he? He was a big gamer. Mm. Yeah. But Chris Luke Cage's like, he's not a real god. He's not a real Chinese god. Like, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely isn't. Are you saying that's a wig? Also, Liu Chang says to a Highlander, why didn't you protect my brother? He turns around and says, why didn't you? Yeah. yeah I love that, to be fair. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> your fault that I didn't fucking do it for you. Get off the fucking... I do like Christopher Lambert in this, I've got to say. As much as he's terribly miscast, mm. like he'd, he's quite he's just some weird little bits that it's crack his, me out. Mm. It's his, like, sarky attitude, his yeah. voice, and his weird little... <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With like, he's like a holdover from Highlander. <laughs> But yeah, he just adds that little laughing in places where it's really not needed. No, it's really, it's quite creepy. (laughs) Why is he laughing? It makes him more like an NPC from a video game. The amount of times you talk to someone in a game and they just laugh at the end of whatever they've just told you. Oh, so you brought back all the bodies of my dead family. Here's 30 pieces of gold for you. (laughs) (laughs) Off to bury my loved ones. (laughs) So, at the docks... They get there. Johnny thinks that Luke Khan is a servant, and there's some hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious <racism>. interaction. Ha 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 ha! Racism. <laughs> he must be the help because he isn't white. In his own country. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is where we meet Aunt Lean as well, who um, is not in the game. No, he's not. So um, I suggest his time in this movie is limited. <laughs> well, I mean, to the runtime, surely. I mean, how, how quickly could they? Oh. Oh, is this the black guy? Yeah, yeah. the one who looks like short, fat Miko Pfeiffer. Right. Yeah, and they, him and Johnny Cage have that whole thing. Oh, I saw you fight. Like, yeah. Well, you're definitely not fight. fake, mate. Mm-hmm. I feel like Art's part in this movie was supposed to be a bit more built up. Mm. Like and add emotional depth. Yeah, it's like one scene to set Two him up. Scenes, Two scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like one scene to set him up, and then later. Yeah. Well, basically, I didn't write anything down about him until he died. <laughs> <laughs> so he really well, he's supposed it. to be an emotional catalyst, but no. No. So yeah, he's there. Johnny's there. Lou's there. Sonia there is there. Who was part of the SWAT team? Yeah. How she got there, I did watch, but don't remember. Oh, they follow. Jax is there. there. They follow Kano to the boat. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all there. Yeah. basically, they're all there. And then a big dragon boat shows up, like something at the Goonies. It doesn't look like it can hold the amount of people it's about to take on. Let yeah. alone all of the fucking long boats we're going to see it drop off later on. Yeah. It looks like it's come off the set of Hook. It doesn't. It looks like it's been scraped out of a kid's fucking playground. Yeah. Also, Lou doesn't seem to recognise uh, Chang Sun in this. No, when they I mean, first meet. No, is he supposed to? Yes. Well, he has a dream about him murdering his oh, brother. God, you think yeah, he might see the bloke and be like, it's you! Yeah, you killed my brother. Yeah, but he's it's like, doesn't it doesn't phase him at all. No. He's like, oh, hello. It's like, sorry, you probably get this all the time. Have you been beating up small children yeah. in temples recently? <laughs> You've just got that look about <laughs> you. Oh, you have no idea how many people <laughs> say that to me. And then uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero show up. Yeah, this is weird, right? Because Chang Sun's gone to all the trouble of recruiting everybody to this tournament, yeah. or whatever. But then immediately, as soon as they get on the boat, he's trying to kill them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does uh-huh. that not? <laughs> but Scorpion and Sub Zero, I know who they are. Or yeah. Always knew who they were. They, are, I, I, well, I think the most famous. Yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and then Raiden shows up and kills them. 
Well, he zaps them up to the wall. He zaps them with bad CGI, doesn't he? Yes. Well, they step out of what what I assume is the toilets or something. (laughs) Lower ground of the boat. He's polishing off Van Damme's coke before they come out. Yeah, that's it. He's like Sub Zero and Scorpio are mortal enemies, but they're under my control. And then Raiden's like, now, magic light. And they go back into the toilet. Can you imagine all these silly, bright, colourful characters showing up with superpowers and people just expected to get on with it? And so, yeah, it transcribes that Sonia, Cage, and Lou, they are representing Earth. Yes. Earth realm. Earth realm. Oh, oh, planet now. Art Lean, who is also from Earth, is not representing Earth. He's representing... He's, he's somewhere yes. on the boat. Yeah, they're representing the sponsorship of body bags they've got in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so you three from Earth. What about yeah. the other... No, no. What you is your family three. business? Morticians, Mort- yeah. you say. Marvellous, you're in. <laughs> so, yeah, it was revealed that everyone else is not their aliens... And we're going to another realm mm. as or world. The boat, this is all done on the deck, the top deck of the boat, which looks fucking tiny, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Uh, and it's travelling on smoke, like from a smoke machine or something. It's like a stage show. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a stage like, show at Peter Pan. Set to Soleil or something. It's got 500 people vaping underneath yeah. to keep it afloat. Like. It's like, so it's a, no, no point does anyone go, is this on fire? We did that with you in Horse um, once, didn't we? Where you were singing um, White Snakes, so I just appeared behind you and started blowing vape smoke. Yeah, so, that's smoke it. so they get to the, the islands. Yeah. I don't know the name of it. They're there on the. They're getting off the boat, all unloading their stuff. There's a big CGI mountain in front of them. Yes. Yeah. It's also revealed that uh, Cage, Johnny Cage, despite being a martial artist and supposedly a very strong person, can't even carry luggage. No. Yeah, what he has some comedy slapstick goes, moments. Mm. Yeah. He falls in the water with all his luggage and goes, "Ow!" <laughs> Must be a hard water area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like the big tough guy of the film. Yeah. Also, yeah. he's constantly asking what's going on. I mean, Raiden's. Just fucking explained it to you, yeah. like in the previous scene. Don't you remember like, the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it. Yeah, that whole bit in the middle one is explaining to it, and he goes, <laughs> "Sorry." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny is supposedly well, apparently quite weak and stupid. Yeah, it would seem. But notice how everyone is absolutely okay with all these people with mystical powers they've suddenly just started noticing about all over the place. It's like, oh, okay, they're, so that's They're in thing. another realm. Yeah. Scorpion's <clears throat> hand fucking thing does look fucking terrible. Yeah, it does. that was, that was yeah. a mistake in this movie. That's almost as bad as Wolverine's claws in Origins, man. They're yeah. fucking terrible. We then meet Princess Katana mm-hmm. and a CGI lizard, Yeah, which mm-hmm. looks awful. That, that is like... It looks like... Man. Steve Buscemi's character in Monsters Inc. But, <laughs> yeah, but, it's like, but worse. Yeah, but if Monsters Inc. was made in 1985, yeah. mm. that's what it looks like. This lawnmower man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spawn yeah, level, really bad CGI. Oh, I wonder if we did spawn level again. <laughs> <laughs> Changson's then talking a load of shit, and he's all like, if you're lucky, you might get to fight Goro. And then Prince Goro, apparently, mm. he's a prince. I don't uh, know what of. Prince of the Dracocon well, or something. Like, his, like, his people are descended from dragons. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I've been nerding out hard over Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat all week. I've had a great time. <laughs> they do have this whole, like, it's like dinner and a show, and then all of a sudden dinner's fucked up by the show. Just the taste of what's to come, and they all turn up and fucking flip all their tables, dinner yeah. goes everywhere. Ice pops and ninjas. What is if that was your holiday you'd be well fucked up he's like hang on is everything inclusive <laughs> <laughs> I'm for that otherwise it's an all inclusive meal and then the cast of the shitty musical
principle of grease they're putting on, run into the crowd and yeah. throwing your food all over the place. Like, hang on, oh, Danny Zuko, what are you doing there? I mean, I did stay in a hotel like that in Megaloof, but it was us flipping the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, dinner is ruined by the show. The show being a bunch of henchmen. And they all stand around, they're like, all right, this is like what's going to happen. Yeah. And they get Sub-Zero and a henchman, yeah. like, fight! And Sub-Zero kills him instantly. Yeah, yeah he freezes him in mid-air so he hits the floor and explodes. Well, it's like a Raiders of the Lost Ark scene, and it? Like, he starts doing all this, yeah. flipping around and stuff, and Sub-Zero does. Speaking of like Raiders of the Lost Ark, I swear they stole a load of their sets from like disused Temple of Doom sets for the rest of this sequence. This is exactly why I thought about halfway through this one. Yeah. I was like, is this Temple of Doom? I'm just waiting for the little Indian boy slaves to show up. <coughs> I bet you were. Oh, yeah. oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Wow, Middle Eastern Fritzel. Um, I, I was going to go with, um, you know, the, the train carriage joke, but apparently not. I'm just rimming slave boys then. I zone out what? But you matter. pick the best time to zone out. Anyway, back to the movie. It's just inappropriate. The four-armed dude. Goro. Goro. And the Australian guy. With the English accent, yeah. Yeah. It's Australian. Fine. Kano, they're sat talking a load of shit. Apparently, Kano gets his own private meal mm, yeah. and private show for whatever reason. They're just there talking a load of shit, and it transpires that Kano's going to have to fight Sonya for whatever reason. He killed her partner and fucked her off. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I even wrote here, his accent doesn't sound particularly Australian. So, you know. Yeah, but you're deaf in one ear, so <laughs> shut up. But I had the hearing aid on full whack. <laughs> That's where you're going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah basically uh, uh, Liu Kang and Johnny Cage and they're going to a blue cave because the CGI lizard attacks Lou mm-hmm. and they go looking oh, yeah, it for spit, it spits in his eyes and causes him 10 seconds of mild inconvenience yeah so they go looking for it and I think Katana they think it's Katana and the lizard are linked or something yeah Not the lizard's following her or it's protecting yeah, her yeah something like her. that yeah so Liu Kang is running off after Katana and Johnny Cage is like she's 10,000 years old he's like so yeah <laughs> alright Captain Kirk you'll do anything to get <laughs> I think at this point we get another Mortal Kombat for whatever reason because there's going to be a fight yeah oh there's <laughs> all the guards turn up because they walk through that cobweb corridor and they end up back in the room where the dinner scene yeah was, and, and they, they have, have a little fight yeah. yeah I smell something bullshit because <laughs> cracking dialogue and then yeah Raiden shows up again to give a little slow clap yeah slow clap well done and he does another creepy laugh. <laughs> it makes no sense. Anyway, on to the actual tournament. So the first fight of this tournament is Lou versus random guy. Yeah. Did you know? And even, I mean, made even more random by the fact that goes like Shang Sun does this whole like, this is the first fight of the tournament. Liu Kang, you will be first. Doesn't announce the other fella. No. worthless. The other guy's like, am I a joke to you? Like, <laughs> me and me. No, all right, <clears throat> Dave. <laughs> Bring forth another representative of the body bag sponsorship. <laughs> You're on arts team. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and Lou wins, yeah, unsurprisingly. Mm. And then Chang Sun steals the soul of the loser. Yeah. He's like, that's mine now. <laughs> Which is apparently what he's going to do to everyone that loses. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, next fight. Sonia fights Kano. Anti-climatic, one might say. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me a break. 
Okay. And breaks his neck, the end. Also, I don't think it doesn't make her look very bright because he pulls that knife out and he goes, This little baby brings back memories. And she goes, What? You use it to knife your mother in the back? He's like, No, obviously I used it to kill your partner. That's the whole, <laughs> yeah. that's our whole thing. That's, oh, it's that knife. Sorry. <laughs> like, sorry, I didn't actually read the script. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, yeah. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Is this before or after Bridget Wilson did Last Action Hero? Uh, the year after, I think. Uh, right. Well, obviously, she's clearly established herself as a hard talking female character. She was in House in Haunted Hill as well, she? She was, she was yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> just watching that, I was like, sand can't be easy to fight on. No. No, no that looks difficult. And I'm fairly sure that guy would have beaten the shit out of her as well. Also, like from personal experience, it's not easy to run away from fights on either. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> oh. No, I knew that one. <laughs> Big wimp. <laughs> wasn't actually going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, another fight's happening, but not part of the tournament. This is Johnny Cage and Scorpion. In the woods. Well, there's yeah. going to be a whole unannounced thing of anyone can challenge anyone at any time. So you can go up and you go, right, I challenge you. It's meant to be like the kind of Enter the Dragon thing. Okay. But they just see what I would do is I'd wait till everyone went to bed at night and I'd be walking in somebody's room. Tattoo stab. Winner! Mortal Kombat! Flawless victory! You couldn't have Mortal Kombat anymore with all these fucking Fortnite players. It'd just be a bunch of kids sitting in the bushes till the last day of your night fighting fucking no one. Build a ladder, get me out of here! Ooh, Star Wars promotion. So Johnny Cage and Scorpion, they have a fight. Johnny Cage goes through a wormhole or something or other. Yeah, they get a slight effect on his kick to make it look like he's doing his shadow kick move from the game and he's, yeah. he's chasing back the, the living harpoon in Scorpion's hand and so yeah jumps at him as that happened this whole fight was all extended and added after the actual movie was finished because I didn't think they had enough action scenes in it uh-huh. and also, this, this fight is actually pretty kick ass I really like this I one. did not notice it but apparently the bit in the woods in the background there's a car that goes past <laughs> I couldn't be bothered once I'd read about it I was like I'm not going back to I'm look still it, looking but... for that dude hanging in the woods in the Wizard of Oz man I look at that point and then Scorpion takes his mask off to reveal that he has a skull he's a skeleton angry skull yes. face. yeah is that from the games yep that's yeah. his fatality um, which is one of the only fatalities taken directly from the game and he doesn't actually manage to kill the guy when he does it yeah, yeah. and then he starts leaking pus and Wax and shit when he gets spiky well, yeah, shield to the face. Cage picks up a fire like, shield. America shield. Yeah, so it's got fire when you cut him and he yeah. explodes. Yeah, yeah. apparently he's made out of his own petrol and he can't contain his own energy. That's nonsense. And he's, a, he's meant to be a fucking hell wraith. Yeah, bastards. Oh, what? And when he explodes, yeah, Johnny... it's all <laughs> what? Now, does Johnny throw the signed picture of himself onto the remains of Scorpion, or so, was that already in Scorpion's so. pocket? I don't know. So in Mortal, in Mortal Kombat two, they introduced these. The friendships, yeah. And his one was literally to leave a, a photo saying to my biggest fan, love Johnny Cage. And so they put that in for the fans who yeah. came to see fatalities. Yeah, nonsense. And I then, have all the answers to your questions. <laughs> and then Lou fights Katana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the beach. Which is even more disappointing than the fucking oh. Sonya Kano but fight. It's even not again not part of the tournament. And it's just exposition. She loses, but uh Shang Tsung doesn't take her soul. Mm. So what was the point of that? No. Exposition. They basically yeah, they have a conversation while fighting. So she can go, in the next fight, use the element that gives life. And he's My like, dong. What? <laughs> what? Oxygen. Semen. <laughs> so yeah, she's going to say, water, not an element, actually a liquid compound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stupid fucking movie. I can't believe I've got to point that out. It's saying Luke Besson film. <laughs> then, so then Lou fights Sub-Zero. But before that, Raiden comes in. And does just oh. leaves a couple of buckets of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then leaves. 
Yeah. No, he's he's loading in the cheat codes for him. (laughs) (laughs) So then Lou fights Sub Zero. This is just the whole film, just goes from one fight to another. Pretty much does for me. Um, Why Sub Zero doesn't freeze him straight away, I don't know. Because choreography. Katana shows up again to be like. Use the uh, just use, yeah. use the water, Lou. Remember water. The, remember the last <laughs> scene of the movie when I very blatantly spelled yeah. this out for you in case you and the I audience have no faith in you remembering this yourself. So I'm here to hammer it in. Yeah. <laughs> use the water that your elder god put in there yeah. for you. Water, water. Yeah. over there. Don't so, be an H two ho, Lou Kang. <laughs> so then Lou kicks the bucket. Yeah, literally fun. kicks a bucket of water and the water goes through the ice shield thing and it turns into a bicycle and kills Sub-Zero by yeah. f- making him freeze over the weak element that he has full control over yep yeah. then we get a montage of people losing fights yeah, well, they, are they losing fights or are they all just trying to do the limbo and just keep landing on yeah, their backs just nameless the people falling over yeah well yeah it's just people landing on their back like ugh Oh, and you thud. can hear Goro's playing tennis against the Williams sisters in the background. You just hear, oh, uh, uh, uh. Then we see Goro, the four-armed bloke, in his fight against Art Lee. Art Lee, Cage's mate. <coughs> Wait to see how he does. Goro kills him. Yes, he does. Convincingly. And there's a, another brilliant, really delayed no! <laughs> after he's killed. It's like he dies and everyone's like... Oh, <gasps> no oh, Johnny, oh. Stop and then tweeting. someone going <laughs> oh shit yeah no but I don't think because Lou and Sonia never have a scene with him so I think they're probably watching it and then they see him die and they're sort of stood there and Johnny goes we know that guy so do we oh no it's Johnny's mate shit oh <laughs> yeah oh no no the more people this guy kills the more likely you are to fight him no <laughs> But yeah, that's what I mean. It's like he's supposed to be this kind of emotional catalyst, but he's had two scenes in the whole fucking film, so he just doesn't matter. No, no, definitely. <laughs> and then, what's his name? Oh, he goes to live in Shang, Shang Tsung's eye. That's it. Shang Tsung sucks his soul up through his eyeball. Straight to the brain. Yeah, and his eye, he gets his little mini soul is sucked into his eyeball like, mm. yeah. We're going to delete it scenes, but one of them, he like he squeezes some lemon and like licks some salt off of his hand before he does the soul. And this one, he's eyeballing it. <laughs> There we have probably my favourite scene of the film where Raiden sits them all down and individually tells them all why they suck. Yeah, yeah best pep talk ever. <laughs> You're a loser. You've got no confidence. You're scared of everything. Yeah, and was it Sonia's is like you just don't ask for help from the men. Mm. I mean, stop trying to be a strong woman. Yeah. It's just basically like if the Wizard of Oz dressed down the Scarecrow, the Lion and the Tin Man. Like, yeah. like you're all shit. I'm amazed you've made it this far. Fucking brick road. Then Johnny Cage challenges Goro. Yeah. And as he does this, or then Raiden just appears from around the corner. Well, not around the corner. He's hiding behind some kind of tree or something. Like yeah. he's just been there waiting <coughs> for half an hour. And then he's like, walks out. Ah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. And then Goro roars a lot. Cage turns up in sunglasses. Now, at this point, I'm like, well, I hope he dies now because anybody that wears sunglasses indoors is a cunt. He's outside. <laughs> no, well, they're indoors. They start, the fight starts indoors. indoors. It's still sunny. <laughs> indoors? Might be. And it's, it's, it's all the CGI clouds it's at the it's beginning. It's not sunny. There's no way that there's enough light in that place to warrant sunglasses. <laughs> anyway, so. he does the splits and he punches Goro in the balls. Yay! Yeah. Which, again... Seems like cheating. Does a little bit. <laughs> the other guy's got four fucking arms. 
Damn well. <laughs> and no balls. So four arms, no testicles. Yeah, they fight a lot. It goes on. Goro falls off a cliff. No, he kicks him twice. He jumps down off the thing, picks him in the face, and then he spin kicks Goro. This guy who's just gone up against an army of men, and then he just falls over and rolls yeah. off a fucking you know, cliff. Genuinely annoyed. You're like, yeah. fucking stop dissing my boy Cage. Yeah, he was shit in this. No, that was this. I was actually felt, I felt a bit sorry for Goro when he went off the cliff. I was like, no. Yeah. It's like Frankenstein at the end of Monster Squad. You're like, mm. <laughs> but yeah, this is the cage runs to the end. Not trying to cage runs to the end of the corridor. He's got one of those corridors that ends in a fucking doorway to your death. Yeah, that just falls off the side. And yeah, Goro goes over the side. So that happens, and then Chang Sung has sort of kidnapped Sonya and is dragging her off. And it's like, well, isn't she a fighter who's like really strong? But he's just manhandling her. Yeah. Yeah. And he drags her off to the Emperor's castle, whoever the fuck the Emperor is, I don't know. Yeah, Not been mentioned at all before. This yeah. is a really disparative of Sonia as well. Basically, he's kidnapping Sonia because like, if he challenges Sonia and she loses, which he's going to do because she's a girl, yeah. like, then he wins. Yeah, yeah they even spell it out for you. Like, they can Raiden can Sonia actually beat him? Like, no, I'm sorry. She's yeah. a girl. Yeah, Raiden shows up because they... So, Chang Sun and Sonya have gone through another wormhole thing to the Emperor's Castle. Yeah. Okay. And Johnny and Lou are like, ah. And then Raiden's like, hey, hey, she's gone. Like, well, can she win? He's like, nope. <laughs> you two have got <laughs> to go after men her. men have to go. Yeah. You two are going to have to go through there and go after her to the Emperor's Castle. Oh, by the way, I can't go. See ya. And he kind of backs away like, I'm not allowed for... <laughs> Reasons. He never explains why he can't go. But I've got better things to do. With he just says, I have no power in Outworld. And it's like, well, okay, okay Kryptonite boy. Like, fucking, yeah. we don't have powers. Yeah, I don't know. For reasons he can't go. So, Lou and Cage go after her. They go through the, the wormholey thing and get to the dark land or whatever Outworld. it is. Outworld. That's the it. upside now. And they get there and then they fight, well, sorry, Lou fights the CGI lizard. Mm-hmm. This who, is another fight scene that was added in after yep. filming. Who well. turns into some guy. Reptile. Well, reptile. Oh, it's like Sub-Zero but green. Yeah, there's so, a lot of other ninja In the characters. original game, he was a secret character you could unlock by getting two perfect fights and doing a pit fatality on the pit level it would then teleport you down to fight Reptile who was just reskinned Scorpion and Sub-Zero but he could do like all of their moves and okay. he was so popular they turned him into his own character for the second one well there you go then so he fights Reptile uh-huh. and cue rave music yeah, yeah. Lou wins and Reptile turns into some worms yeah. all this time Johnny's just been waiting patiently outside yeah just <laughs> kind of like oh, come in on in this dangerous world mission just to do. don't leave me here too long he's, yeah. he's still trying to find another Chinese to finish carrying his bag <laughs> <laughs> and also Katana is there because why not yeah and, uh, yeah she's <laughs> exposition yeah you have to go to the black tower like the, uh, okay, the Black Tower, yep. Well, that's right, like when they first turn up, they go, we should head towards that tower. Like, Why is that? Well, it's the only building yeah, in this world, apparently. So. <laughs> and uh, in the Black Tower, yeah, Sonia is there, who is now completely fucking helpless despite all of her fighting Chang- ability. She has had her hair done, though. And she's her hair's all like, puffed up, and yeah, she's got nice clothes on. Which means yeah. Chang Sun dressed her? Yeah, um, well, I guess so. Mm. but yeah she's all changed up chained up and helpless now and he's like fight me and she's like no I'm not playing your game so I can't I'm such a woman <laughs> <laughs> my so, friends will turn up 
Yeah, my male friends will show up and kick your ass. Mm, can't wait for them to untie me so I can go and get on with all the cleaning and all my yes, womenly, exactly. womenly duties that clearly have been written in. So my friends are coming and then Johnny Cage whips his hood back. So they're already here. Yeah, because yeah, they disguise themselves as ooh-wee-oo monks <laughs> to get in. That's why it took so long. They're stopping recording, a, recording an album with Enya on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're all in there now, and Chang Sun, he wants to fight Cage, but Lu challenges Chang Sun instead, yeah. so they fight, and Cage, again, just kind of Right, stands. at this point, Liu Kang goes, I am Liu Kang, descendant of Kung Lao. Now, have I missed something, or is that the first time Kung Lao's been mentioned at all? Isn't Kung Lao like, his dad in the, the temple at the beginning? He's, men- he's <laughs> mentioned that Kung Lao is I know one he's of a the, character in the game. He's someone who won the tournament like nine generations ago. But he's ago. not mentioned in the film until that point. So he's like, I'm a descendant of Kung Lao. And I'm like, who? Yeah, pretty much. And then, yeah, yeah. Kung Lao's another, they bring in Kung Lao as another character again in the second game. He's going to be in the yeah. main movie. Um, He's, got, he's the guy with the hat that's got the like, razor blade on the end of it. Oh, oh, I fucking love Kung okay. He's awesome. But yeah, but okay, but he still has fuck all to do with this film. You are completely correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. So Chang Sun and Lu have a fight. We get another Mortal Kombat! I think it's the fourth time they use it in the movie, including the opening credits. A third, I believe. A third. Oh, sorry, no, fourth. Third. Fu- I did write everyone down. Yeah. That is yeah, the third. Fourth, fourth, fourth <laughs> one for the end credits, in case you haven't heard it enough. And yeah, cue the, uh, the 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 music again. The the Mortal Kombat dance fucking music. Yeah. And then some dead henchmen jump out of sewers. Yeah, again, cheating. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like I've brought a load of other people to fight for me. But then Lou kills all of the henchmen in the mm. time it took me to take a quite long sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, they all jumped out the sewer. I had yeah. my bottle of water, like glug 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 glug, put it down. Wait, what happened to all those blokes? <laughs> just, is he, what, has he killed them all already? It's a sort of bad fight scene. It's an alright one. Yeah, he actually knows bad. what he's doing. Like, mm. Again, he's a proper martial artist, this dude. But again, I think this whole thing was put in because one of Shang Tsung's powers in the games is that he does turn into other characters and if you need a code to turn into the other character, you can use all of their specials. Right. So rather than having a big convoluted scene where he does that, what if he just brings a load of people back from the dead and they all fight differently? Also, a load of people back from the dead who've not been in the film. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes. These uh, are all the dealers that couldn't make it onto set for Van Damme for Street Fighter last year. <laughs> and then Lou, they go sort of above where they were fighting on some kind of balcony thing, some Juliet balcony, it's not. But, <laughs> and um, then Lou gets up there and there's, there's Chang Sun. And Chang Sun turns into His Lou's brother. brother. Right, right in front, in front of, of him. Right in front, right of, front of, him, of him. Yet Lou still is not kind sure. of like... <laughs> is it you? It can't be you. Oh, is it you? Of course it's not him. <laughs> you just saw him. You fucking, fucking turn into him dildo and you know he's dead <laughs> of course it's not him you, you know, stupid oh you fuck off you deserve to lose <laughs> yeah. earth is lost why you, <laughs> that's our representative yeah earth's Ooh. fucking champion is this idiot you might as well be a fucking QAnon fucking conspiracy <laughs> could it be true no <laughs> any particular hard feelings on that bit there <laughs> It is a stupid fucking. He's retarded. He's like, fucking really. Moral. And then he just turns back into Changson, and then Lou just announces that he's the chosen one because apparently there is a chosen one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's not like been, of Kung Lao. Yeah, but it's not like Who? it's not like the Matrix where they've been building it up since the start of the film. It's yeah. just at the end, he's like, "I am the chosen one." You're like, what? <laughs> who chose who? <laughs> one of what? Oh, sure, okay, whatever. We drew straws on the boat. It's all up to me. Yep. Yeah. And they have a bit of a fight, and Lou obviously wins, and he kicks him, and 
uh, Sung lands on a bunch of spikes and spikes dice, which yeah, ground, can, yeah. conveniently come out of the ground in the shape of the Mortal Kombat logo, yep. the big logo that's on the floor where obviously they've had spikes fitted. Marketing! It's just an anti-rumba floor, really. Apparently you can buy that flooring complete with spikes on Amazon. Can you? No. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't fucking surprise me some of the shit you can get on there. <laughs> so the good guys have won, and they go back to that island hey, thing. Well, there's that whole scene, like all of the souls come out of uh, Shang Tsung, first of all, the lights come up, and his brother, his real brother, turns up, and they have yeah. a bit of a moment, and then he goes and floats off, and all I could think of was, that's the dead lights from It. Ah, see, I was thinking... We all float up here. <laughs> clearly Walter Peck has carried on turning off Ghostbusters tanks all around the world, and now he's gone after ancient <laughs> fighting techniques, and this man still has no dick. <laughs> So once they've won and are all back and happy, a load of children show up with flags. Yeah. And they're just running around. And uh, Raiden's back. Yeah. And they're all there on the little island, like, yay! Look <laughs> at <laughs> <laughs> all these children. <laughs> and we won and everything. And then all of a sudden, the Emperor, who yeah. we've only heard mentioned twice, yeah. who we have no backstory on, no. he appears and he's just like, I'm coming for your souls, motherfuckers. Yeah. The end. They oh, pose. No, one, one more. They all start I don't pose. think so. Combat. The end. And there is yeah. much rejoicing. Twelve-year-old Lee just jizzes everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I <laughs> used to fucking love this movie growing up. That's why your parents made you sit on your hands in the cinema, isn't it? Yeah, my hands <laughs> in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to unpack there. It's all hands and fingers. Daddy, what's that smell? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I hate this film. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate this film. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So, I've never seen this before until last week. Never mm. played the games. So, same with Street Fighter. No nostalgia attached to it. It was so boring. Yeah. I just didn't give a fuck mm. about any of the characters. Didn't like the fight scenes. It looks shit. The acting was shit. Yeah. I was bored. It's just the definition of made for the fans, this one. It's horribly miscast. Yes, as well. absolutely. As much as I like Christopher Lambert, you can't cast him <laughs> as a fucking ancient Chinese demigod. Why not? Also, those scenes... Looks <coughs> in Sean Connery, but... Liu right. Kang's a Chinese character in the game, isn't yeah. he? Right? Okay, the, all those scenes at the temple in his house, that's clearly a Thai temple. It is, yeah, they even flew so to Thailand. The, I mean, film. Yeah, it is in Thailand, They do yeah. not give a fuck about no. this film about any of it. Well, the whole Mortal Kombat series was made by Americans. Yeah. So can you imagine if they said it in England? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get the haunting of Blind Manor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Again, this was. I mean, all, I found all these films really difficult. I just <laughs> boring. I had a right giggle. <laughs> no, I had a great time. No, I, Street Fighter. Yeah, this mm. film. Mm. No, it just bored the shit out of me. And maybe it's because I didn't know who any of the characters were, mm. and it just it didn't have like. I mean, Street Fighter is a bad film, mm. but you've got Raoul Julia and you've got a coked up Van Damme. Yeah. And it's got entertainment value. This, I was like, I don't know what's going on. And all they do is just go from one fight to another fight yeah, to another it, fight to another fight. I mean, fight. to be fair, that's literally what the fans wanted when the movie came out. So I'll give them credit for doing that. And, but that doesn't but, make a movie. But they, no, still, they, they still feel like they've missed the point entirely. Yeah, like, I mean, you want to see a good movie about a fighting tournament, watch fucking Bloodsport. Like, watch yeah. Warrior with Tom Hardy. It's yeah. fucking amazing. But this is where like, I think video 
game films go wrong. Mm. But they take the video game, which, you know, when you play, you are in control of a character, and it's, mm. it's your character, and you can customise them, and it's your world, yeah. and the story, and you're involved, you're, like, invested in the story, because it's like, I'm playing that story. Mm. They take that, they put it on screen, and you've lost all control. Mm. And, as well, and you're just not- watching someone else doing it, and you're like... As yeah. far, and as well, as far as like ideas for a story go, a fighting tournament isn't really like a, the be all end all of it. Right? No, but it's even, not. Even in the games themselves, it's not that the story's quite weak because it doesn't need one. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just punching. Yeah. It came about at a time where, like, obviously these days, like you get a lot of AAA games that are all essentially massive Hollywood blockbusters in their own right. This yeah. was just these guys are here to punch each other what's the story there's some good guys and some bad guys maybe some monsters some magical powers fuck it have at them right? yeah. Yeah. that's all you need that was your other one player games with a linear fucking story yeah. to, to them I so. mean like, since the, yeah they've started putting story modes in a lot of the fighting games now and they are entertaining but you know the Injustice one we've played through which is made yeah, by but, NetherRealm Studios who actually make the Mortal Kombat games now all that like, yeah they can put the story you want in it but that story in Injustice 2 is just cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah the actual playing is just punching. Yeah, you are there. You are there for the fighting. Like, yeah. I didn't give two shits about the story. No, whenever the, whenever I went to a cutscene, the story is happening. It's like, oh, go put the kettle on. Yeah, <laughs> come back. All right, it's time, it's time to fight again, bro. Yeah. I mean, I was a big fan of the older games. I played Mortal Kombat one, two, and three, and then I've been replaying my favourite one this week, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. It's the only one that isn't a one-on-one fighting game. Mm. Right, a little bit of fun info. Mm-hmm. We've already mentioned that John Claude Van Damme turned down the role of Johnny Cage to be a Street Fighter, despite the fact that Johnny Cage was based on him. What a cunt. Although I can't imagine he'd want to play Johnny Cage as he is in this film. Yeah, he, no, turned, he turned it down because apparently the part was too small for him as well. Yeah. He wanted the big main role in it. The film soundtrack went platinum. Can't say. <laughs> one of the YouTube channels I follow, one of the guys on there had that theme song played um, at his wedding and him and his wife danced to it. How? Dance? They, they just battle each other right. down the fucking aisle. I'm going to need about two grams of, of powders, <laughs> um, some glow sticks, and I will show you how we dance to that. Another fun fact, Tom Cruise was kicked off set by security. Good, fuck him. Tom Cruise was? Yeah. Why was he there? Just visiting set, as actors and people do visit sets. Mm. Right. But security, there was apparently one security guard who was like the fours. Yeah. And uh, he took his job very seriously. And didn't care that he was Tom Cruise. He wasn't in the film, so he kicked him off set. Good. That's fantastic. <laughs> I wish Tom Cruise was kicked off of every fucking film set he's ever been on, and every, well, anywhere. Mm. Smug-faced dick. Yeah, no, <laughs> we can thank Tom Cruise for there not being a video game cinematic universe. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Interview the Vampire is great. Interview the Vampire is great. I, will I don't know. I will give you that. I will give you that. Oh, I just le- don't like his... Face. I like yeah. that legend as well, that old fantasy one he did, the Ridley Scott. Oh, the, yeah, with the, uh, Tim, Tim Curry's Curry's Devil. The Devil yeah. Rain Man. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying he's not making films, I'm just saying I fucking hate his face. Born Fourth of July. Yeah, there's like a handful of films. Mm. Everything else, pretty dog shit. Uh, this went to number one for three weeks in the US mm-hmm. at the box office. Made a, it made a lot of money, more than Street Fighter actually. Yeah. And Sean Connery turned down the role of Raiden because he wanted to play golf. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That. No. So who's the other guy that was in Highlander? Can we get him instead? Yeah, get Christopher Lambert. Right. I mean, what was the casting like? So, right, we've got Raiden, right? And he's an ancient Chinese demigod. So, we'll yeah. Ask Sean Connery. <laughs> no, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, he's going to do it. All. Who was your Who was your backup choice? Chris Elba. Fucking <laughs> Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> Terribly sorry. <laughs> Bobcat. There's, there's a. Um, yeah. a uh, 
a bit of a tournament going on. Yeah, fuck those. White and European, he has to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was Mortal Kombat mm. from 1995. This film got a sequel. Oh, boy. Which we're not going to talk about too much, mainly because I only watched half of it and didn't take any notes. Mortal Kombat Annihilation from 1997. Directed by Don't Know, starring Don't Care. The plot <laughs> is, couldn't give a fuck. It just literally it carries on exactly where the first film was. It's even got the same opening credits. It's the exact, exact, exact same. same. Mortal Kombat! They managed to squeeze the word Annihilation underneath yeah. Mortal Kombat at the beginning. It's like, oh shit, we have yeah, to It even has the same graphics and logos. It's the exact same sequence. I mean, that, and then the whole, the first 10 minutes of this film looks like something out of fucking Power Rangers. No, also, no that's an insult <laughs> to the Power Rangers. You point out, it does, yeah, like we said, it points, uh, it starts off exactly where the first film leaves. Except they've recast Except they've recast two or three people. Except for yeah. Kung Lao and Katana. Katana. They're the only two people at the same. Liu Kang, I mean. Yeah. What did I say? Kung Lao. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's been brought up at the end of the last Liu movie. Liu Kang is the ancestor of Kung Lao. Uh, We've yeah, established right. this. Oh, thank God this expert was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Ramar is now Raiden. Yes, James yeah. Ramar, who was Ajax in The Warriors. And yeah. he took a piss out of Blade in Blade Trinity. Yeah, Sonya. Yeah. yeah. And Dexter's dad. Yeah, Sonya Blade's been recast, and Johnny Cage's Karen, been recast, yeah. which is fine because he dies. Johnny Cage, yeah, he dies in like the first five or ten minutes. Yeah, the most yeah. likable character. Does he come back? No, he doesn't. No, it, it looks like he might because he's put on that weird pedestal thing, so mm. you think, oh, he's obviously got a part to play later on. You just leave his no. body hanging up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he lives. Like the human yeah. equivalent of a tea light candle in the middle of the we do finally get Jax, whose uh, mm. arms turn out to be nothing more than big yeah. gloves. Yeah, because yeah, he gets his metal arms ripped off later in the movie yeah. to absolutely no problems whatsoever. Yep, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just literally gloves. And they turn his whole thing into a self-confidence issue. Oh, God, yeah, I hate that so much. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, so oh, you finally got your confidence back and you finally learned to ask for help. Yeah, it's, it's so horrendous. this is The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole film is filmed in a quarry somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, the acting is horrendous. It's got the guy, it's got Luke from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, he's the, the guy with the skull mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. He's in, I first saw him an episode of the x Brian Thompson? Yeah, I've seen Brian Thompson. Quite a few things. Yeah, he always plays some big weird dude. He's in Dragonheart. He's in Dragonheart, yeah. yeah. I was watching it the other day, yeah. They do have, I mean, some of the expense must have gone, they seem to have gone to Petra. Um, which is where they filmed uh, Indiana James and the Last Crusade, right. yeah. where they find the Holy Grail. So there is a whole sequence there in Petra. Oh, as in that? Yeah, the, the, the tombs carved into yeah, the yeah, mountain. Yeah, Petra. Okay, they're trying to like siphon the positive energy off the floor so they can make a decent movie. Or... Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. But I mean, that, that, that's probably, that, that was the extent of their travel, because the rest does look like it was filmed in a quarry in Surrey yeah, somewhere. I think you should mention Brian Thompson being in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because the effects in this are worse than the effects in season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Same year, was it? Or Buffy uh, year before? Buffy was a little bit earlier, I think. I think Buffy was 96 or 97. Mm. Um, yeah, from what I saw of this... It, yeah, Power Rangers, but with the brightness turned down. There is really bad CGI. It's terrible so acting. Much green like, screen. Soap yeah. opera acting. Yeah, James Ramar. Literally every scene he's in, just like he, you can tell. I mean, he's not a bad actor. Mm. So, but he's bad in this. He he's is. really bad in this. Like he doesn't fucking care. Also, he gets a haircut. He yeah, does, like, yeah, because that's supposed to. Well, that because he has his powers taken away and he's made mortal for fucking reasons. Um, was well, like so a Samson sh- and Delilah thing? Yeah, well, so, yeah, to show of. that, he has a buzz cut. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they put him in clothes that actually fit instead of those white pyjamas he's got at the beginning of the film. Yeah, that's uh, it. Does he go... <laughs> uh, no, but he does about 17 backflips in one fight sequence. Yeah. Uh, there is so many unnecessary cartwheels and flips in this. It is literally like watching the Power Rangers. Um, it, it, it is, oh God, there's not a single good fight in this one. Like in the first movie, there's a couple of the no, fights all right. Really this one is fucking dog shit. Nobody got... looks like they've had any fight training whatsoever. No. Because, I mean, Liu Kang, the guy who plays Liu Kang, like, is the only one who looks anywhere half decent. And I don't think he even gets a decent fight. No, he doesn't. Sub-Zero's um, brother turns up. Yeah. Oh, I is, saw that. That is a thing from the game. <laughs> it's a bit of a film as well. Doesn't Sub-Zero's brother turn up and then fucks off and you never see him again? He fucks off when him and Scorpion have a fight because Scorpion is yeah. magically back again somehow. Get it's over never, here! Never explained why. Oh, Gil Gil used to sing in both movies when they shout, Get over here. Is the original sound clip from the game, but it was re-recorded by, by Ed Boon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's yeah. a lot of fucking characters again in this that and sort of only get half used. But at least they saved all of the budget for a spectacular one-on-one -on -one dragon fight for the end of the movie. <laughs> um, oh, it's animality. Yeah. It's but that animality. is something from the game. It's it one is, of the yeah. games, isn't it? I bet it's, it's good in the games. Yeah, well, Duke's <laughs> animality is a fucking really shit dragon if we were to try and build a 3d dragon on any art program right now it would look better than this wow oh. i don't yeah. know i'm not <laughs> fucking kidding yeah. and the yes luke hangs a dragon and sheer khan or whatever his name is is a fucking sheer khan from the jungle book yeah it's shao khan shao khan <laughs> i wrote sheer khan everywhere <laughs> yeah there was a load, there was a load <laughs> of khan, um yeah at one point he's looking for a bloke called nightwolf and is attacked by a wolf that then turns into a man. And he goes, who are you? He's like, oh, you're looking for Nightwolf. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she says it, did you like that? That was my animality. Yeah. And I will pour me a drink and try again, big boy. We'll see where this goes. I it's think like... that's the last scene I saw. Yeah. Thing it's before I... In my defence, I did have to go and do something. Was it sleeping? It was anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I started watching it sort of during a lunch break and then I, you know, I think I should go back to work. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think this would make me want to go back to work. I literally turned it off after 10 minutes and then thought, well, I'm in now. Mm. Uh, yeah, no. I like it. Giggled my way I never went back to well, it. I won't ever. It was... I, it's, fu it's fucking awful it's the worst one I watched out of these three mm. um, and it feels lazy and it feels cheap and it feels um, just a waste of anyone's time yeah <laughs> yeah it's got a pretty bad rating on IMDb as well I'll say the best movies I watched this week were the two I didn't have to watch for the podcast because I watched the animated Mortal Kombat movie <laughs> Scorpion and then I watched the Street Fighter animated movie and they were both fucking great so so Annihilation <laughs> is a piece of shit yeah right yeah. now just a little bit more in Mortal Kombat. There's another one coming out. Woo! All yes. right. It could be shit. It might like... be. It probably will be. But it's being produced by James Wan and the new trailer looks really, really good. The trailer does this. You know, produce doesn't actually have mean anything. Nah, Like, I yeah. mean, obviously people produce things, but I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when a trailer says, produced by Jordan Peele. Or produ Producers don't generally have much of well, a creative You can input. see his hand no, in the gore. Creatively, but I mean, the producer is quite a, an important part but it's the executive producer is mm. a nothing like, yeah, that's just a title well, that's not what's going to sell me is oh it was produced by this guy no, it doesn't matter really. who fucking wrote that. it 
Yeah. Mm. Who wrote it? Who's directing it? Who's starring in it? That's what I want to know. Yeah. But, oh, but it was produced by like, don't fucking care. But oh, I want to see like and fight Sub-Zero. I want it to be messy. I want it to be bloody. And I want there to be face. It does seem violent. Like, like, so like, yeah, there's a lot more of an Asian cast to it as well yeah. this time. So like, some of them might be accurate. Mm. Yeah. And we're so, going to get more of the whole history between Sub-Zero and Scorpion. There's a great little fight scene in the trailer where he's got his little spear thing, but he's actually got a gardening kunai on the end of a rope and he's just fucking up people around his house and I get over. Oh, that's, uh, what's his name? A uh, guy from Sunshine. Yeah. Ken, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, and the guy from The Ring as well. Though. Yeah, he's great. Mm. Ken Watanabe? No. No, he's another one. Hero. Oh. He's the, the main like investigator in the first Ring movie. Ring movie. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it does look well it looks better um, yeah. it's updated but don't forget this is a trailer yeah this so is a trailer designed to make but they've definitely gone for the more violent yeah, yeah which is what they should have done in the first place yes. yeah like that's what I mean the, the reason people like Mortal Kombat was a big draw was because of the fatalities and yeah. stuff like that so then to make a film thing, that doesn't do that they literally had to invent um, age ratings for video games because of Mortal Kombat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If you still got an old Mega Drive copy of it kicking around, press down, up, left, left, A, right, and down on the, the uh, title screen on the Mega Drive, turn your blood sheets back on, just saying. Oh, I'm such a fucking nerd for that game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you yearning at, Mr. Marvel? <laughs> anyway. No, there you go. Right, well, as this was a versus, I guess now we have to decide, or I will decide. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, I'll just shut the fuck no, up. I know one I prefer. Right, but... no, taking into consideration the films and the games... Mm. As a series, yeah. What do you think's better, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Smith. Um, Flipper flip coins. Yeah, I don't, you don't, I don't you really don't enjoy shoot. any of them. I'd probably Street Fighter just because it's colourful. Yeah, <laughs> just just for yeah for the badness of it. But I'd go Street Fighter. Mm. It's it, but it does seem actually more colourful. Mortal Kombat. Not just so, yeah, all the games look like those films. They're really like. Yeah, they, they've very much got that dark, gritty aesthetic. Dark, like. purple, gritty, kind of bad CGI thing going on. No. Whereas in, um, I remember in Street Fighter, like the backgrounds, there's like the ships, there's kind of almost like little things going on. Yeah, yeah, they've like proper animated backdrops and yeah, stuff, like little like marketplaces. And... Yeah, as far as the film goes, yeah, Street Fighter, I'll watch happily. I don't ever want to see one of those Mortal Kombat films again. Well, maybe, no, no, just, maybe so... when the new one comes out. And yeah, I'll probably give that a watch. Yeah. Um, not expecting much, but I'll give it a watch. But Is it coming out on stream? When's it due out? April the 16th, I think. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, that film bored the shit out of me. Mm. Right, there you go. So, oh, we didn't decide a winner. Uh, well, you just said Street Fighter, really. Since it's your opinion, your show, I'm guessing Street Fighter wins. So. Well, actually, he said Street Fighter, so that's two against one. Cool. Double Dragon. The one time I actually double knew Dragon? I was talking about. <laughs> I've decided Double Dragon's better. What's that? That's another. That's really another arcade game. There is a film of it, but it's fucking no. <laughs> so next week, Double Dragon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> double Dragon. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. I remember watching Dead or Alive and Scott Kid from Party of Five in it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And it's got Mark Dacascus in it as that's well. That's it. Mm. Wow. All right, uh, that's it for this one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming. Keep keep on gaming and keep on trucking. Keep on drinking. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you all for coming here tonight and drinking all of my booze. <laughs> no, really. Please leave. The party's over. Get out.